the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot, just like the fajita, I write what I live, my life in the speaker, I'm nice with the flow. Welcome to this week's edition of Black and Red Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Uh, <laughs> balloons getting shot down, balloons entering our atmosphere. Um, I guarantee you this wouldn't have happened um, under a, a certain Trump presidency. I guarantee the balloon wouldn't even made it to American uh, soil. Um, but, you know, I, I've, I've really been thinking about this. What if you what if China sent that balloon? Unless it could have had anything in it. You know, I understand the immediate not shooting it down, because what happens if that has a payload on it and something and China wants to do something to America or anything like that? I, I'm not saying that that that's what it was, but um, having a it's, I, I felt like this was something out of a movie for real. Seeing this balloon just flying across America and then being shot down eventually um, right off the South Carolina, North Carolina coast. Um, I mean, the weakness that is being shown of our country at this present moment with this president in charge. Um, there's no way this guy can continue to be president. Um, pleased to be joined by the troublemaker, Valon Galloway and Rob Cruz. Uh, Rob, you CEO of... GOP Jamboree or just president? Uh, is my mic on? Yeah, it's on. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm CEO and president. How's oh. that? Hey, GOP Jamboree. Um, before we get started on the show, talk to us. Who's Rob Cruz? Um, Rob Cruz actually was once on a school board. He's <laughs> no longer <laughs> on that school board anymore. No, yeah. Rob Cruz used to be on a school board, uh, got kicked off for challenging the governor over the mask mandates at the federal level. Uh, thank God all the parents got together and, and figured out the state level. I uh, was a candidate in the sixth congressional, but I didn't, you know, you know, make it to the to the run or to the general. Yeah, stepped in and tried to help all the candidates. I helped out Keith. I tried mm-hmm. to help out uh, Catalina. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to try to encourage a team effort, team atmosphere. And uh, now I am helping out. Obviously I still do GOP Jamboree, uh-huh. which will be February nineteenth, by the way, here in Schaumburg. Illinois. And what's that? What is that with Bryson? Yeah, Bryson's coming in. We're calling a God Save America tour. That's one of the uh, things that he wanted to do. We've got Ford Giotto coming back. Bryson. Uh, another young uh, artist named Topher yeah. coming back in. I love Topher. Yeah, Topher's a good dude. And um, and then I'm helping out a little bit um, on the school board races. Yeah. It's coming up. We've got a, a few things coming down. I think it's time to take back the local boards and get after these people when it comes to our kids. Yeah, and because because they're coming. Uh, when you look at Tony Sanders being promoted from U46, mm-hmm. uh, uh, one of the worst 
when it comes to, 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 to kids reading, their reading levels. And here it is. He's now the state superintendent. I think, um, I think people are going to be begging for to have Carmen Ayala back because she, had, she, she wasn't willing to cross some thresholds. This new guy coming in, he won't care. No, and, and I think we see now as parents, and it's not just about whatever ideology you believe in to me. It doesn't matter. Right. How about we start with, can my kid get a good education or a good enough grade system and grading standards to get into the colleges that they want to get into the, right. to excel or exceed in their careers? Yeah. And right now that's not happening. I think... Even in, in every city in our state right now, kids are applying yep. to college at the Big Ten or Mac schools and getting passed over for kids from other Midwestern yeah. states when we're not used to that. Yeah. And when you look at, I mean, because I'm, I'm knee deep in, 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 in the education world right now because I sit on the advisory board for Grace Association. And you're seeing, uh, we just closed on a, a campus in Elgin, getting ready to open one up in Elgin. But you can see just how, what's happening in, 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 in the education world and it's important. Why is it important for people to, to want to run for school board? Yeah. Well, it's important because you can have an input on curriculum. You have an input on what's going to be learned. And and let's also call it what it is. You know, there's a couple of kids in those classes that, that uh, you know, psychology, physiology, those science classes don't interest them. They want to be plumbers or yeah. electricians. And, and then we've got to start identifying that and putting these kids in a position so that they can be successful. Yeah. As it being a general contractor, I meet kids out in the street. They're young. They can't problem solve, yeah. easily frustrated. Can't read a ruler. Work ethic is, is suspect. But if I asked them what was on Instagram, they'd show me everything they were looking at the last hour. Yeah, how many streams, Drake's videos. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have to say about that, Troublemaker? Well, no, it's not only just that. It's what they're being taught. As far as they're, they're, they're confused. They, they, they've been taught all this sex, LGBTQ. I know people think I'm a broken record when I keep on harping about LGBTQ and sex. But... The way the media is, they put that out first, first yeah. and foremost, and find out who you are. You know, express yourself, your inner you. You're not you by what we see. You have to grow into who you think you are and how you identify. So they're trying to struggle with that and search for who they are as a person. And they're not thinking about the regular curriculum that you're talking about. Yeah. That's yeah. that's secondary. I agree. F- first, I got to find out who I am. Mm-hmm. That's what they're all thinking about. Yeah, and, and 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 aren't you glad that the four sex? Remember the the, the sex bill eight eighteen that yep. passed. Um, they were this during um, um lame duck. They were trying to push it through to make it mandatory through all our schools. Do you think people are learning and understanding the power of local elections? You, I, and do you think that'll show up in this upcoming consolidation? I think it showed up during that massive lawsuit where all the parents came in because they started to check. You know, the local school boards were, you know, were, were pushed in a corner to check the state to a certain level. Like, hey, this is unconstitutional or, or this has been ruled on by a judge, so we're not going to do it. Back to your to your former question or your former statement on the bill. That bill got tabled because they're waiting for school board elections <laughs> yeah, to pass. Of course they are. <laughs> you know, the minute they're done, they're going to get implemented into a mandatory sex education standard from Washington that I wish would change also. Right. And the last question, now maybe I'll leave it for both of you, is where does No Child Left Behind fit into this uh. because here's my thought process if you can't be failed well then right. let's just teach you what we want to teach you mm. right, that's true but i i know I, i'm still friendly with a few uh progressives and me too by what, the way what, what you're talking about now they they're not bragging about it but they've told me this is what they're doing they they have a stranglehold on the uh, school boards and they're out there actively doing it while we're trying to motivate people to do it 
I think that's changed. I was uh, recently at an event with John, and we've had we had about a hundred or so yeah. people activating. We've got at least sixty or seventy people we know that are actively going into their school board races to try, try and get majorities. And that was that's just the ones that I know about. You think that'll work here in Illinois? Is it working here in Illinois? Well, I was able to, to win in Cook County because we're yeah. also talking about property taxes. Right. Right? Oh, okay. What about, you know, if everyone saw the, 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 the statement that came out where in Chicago, property taxes in Hispanic neighborhoods went up 100%, 110%. Certain, uh, you know, demographically white neighborhoods went up 80, 90%. Some of the African American neighborhoods went down 50 or 60%. Sheesh. You know, and then you go out to the suburbs, and all those bills are passed on to the, you know, at the county level in Oak Lawn, yeah, and and, and Northwest. It becomes that school boards create the levies that create the increases. Oh, that's true. Okay. I, I mean, you know, township government they have levy power too. I mean, a lot of people don't realize how many ways that they're taxed here in Illinois. Yeah, I mean, there's what seven thousand plus taxing bodies. I think it's like seventy one hundred. Yeah, and tax. Think about that seventy seven thousand, and the next closest is half of that. Well, and then go to go to places like I went to Texas for New Year's. They have it's called I think it's called M and P, but I'm probably butchering that. Um, we could check that out at the break. But they uh, they account for 54 percent of the school budget comes from this levy that is requ- requested at, in Texas, and they have probably double, maybe triple the people we have. Yeah, and they still have less districts. Right. And then in Florida, there's 84 districts, yeah. and they have double the people yeah. we have. Yeah, so so it's not like it's a I mean, it's pretty simple. We yeah. we need to consolidate, simplify. And, and, and really, really quickly, down there where I live, down in the Newark, uh, Newark, Lisbon, they're like three different uh, super, uh, um, school districts. Yeah. Why? Consolidate them. Consolidate. Consolidate. I mean, it's, it's, they're small districts, too. Newark has the high school. Lisbon has the grade school. And then, because, um, um, uh, you know, they were, I, I grew up elementary school. Mm-hmm. It was K through eight. I didn't know anything about switching out, going to another school after, uh, what, what, after fifth grade or f- yep. fifth grade, you go to junior high. I didn't know any of that, you know, but I mean, it's happening, man. It's happening. And, we, and, and, and the more good people we get to run for these, I, see, I saw Shannon Adcock from Awake got a hit again today uh, about her. She got hit. Dan Prof got hit. Um, who else? Tyrone Muhammad, who's going to be here mm-hmm. in, in an hour. He'll he'll be here to, to discuss some of the things. Um, but they all got hit by a, a journalist here in Illinois. What do you mean by hit? Oh, yeah, I'll, wait, wait, I'll, I'll show it to I you during the break. That. I'll, yeah, show, I it, see I'll it. show it to you guys during the break. I didn't see that yet. And uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll read from it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But uh, but they all got hit because, especially Shannon Adcock, you know, uh, she's a fighter. She's not afraid to to push nope. back against these people at all. No, she's not. You know, that's that's what I love about her and, and Awake Illinois. Uh, Jim, hold the line. You're listening to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer, with the Troublemaker. We gotta come up with, hey, with, you, with a nickname for. Um, you still Rob. got 15 seconds. Give out the number. No, wait, hold on. I don't want. I don't want to open up the calls yet. Oh, okay. okay. That's why. All right, all right, all right. I, I'm gonna open up the calls in the, at the bottom of the hour. Uh, we'll be right back. All right. We now return to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Uh, it takes a DJ to know how to play that right on cue. Right. right. <laughs> DJ Pete. Welcome back to Black and Right. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio uh, with the Troublemaker and Cruz. But, you, you, Robert, you, when we were at that event that I spoke at, you remember I, I said to the crowd, how many people here were have been active, you know, just got active after two years? Almost half the room, right? Yep. And, and you're starting to see that 
in a lot of these local elections. I wish they would have shown up in November. Maybe we would have, you know, uh, either had Tom DeVore, Bader, or Bailey because we just Republicans just didn't show up in that election. Yeah, I um, I'll say this, and to the contrary, right? I think right now we're seeing is you know are the are the is the GOP in general showing up for people during the municipal elections? Yeah. Are they coming to show them love, or are they just asking for love when it's their turn? That's that's what kind of I'm seeing out there. I've been losing my mind ever since the election. I've been trying to upset everybody I can to motivate people, even in a negative way, to get off the couch and vote. I really think people are giving up. They, they've given up here. They've given up in Michigan, and they're starting to give up in Wisconsin. It shouldn't have been that close in Wisconsin between Ron Johnson and that dude uh, Barnes. It should have never been that close. People are starting to give up. And when I go to these different states and talk to people, they say, man, listen, it's just getting too crazy. Politics is too crazy on both sides. We want civility. I know that upsets a lot of people on our side, but that's what people want. They just want to tune out and get to know people on a one-on-one level. And you know know why they can do that? Because they have a media, because they are, they are attackers. The left, the progressive, they are, they, they do attack, but they, they have the media to cover them up. And whereas, whereas a Republican says anything, they're going to go with it. Just like this whole fight between removing Omar and all you, did you guys hear yeah. AOC? Yeah. Yeah. I got, I, I have the audio. I'm not, I'm like, are you guys kidding me? <laughs> what yeah. the heck is going on, man? And what do I always say? You know, they, they, they want to do all of this uh, stage showmanship, but listen, you all for, for six years, yeah. just battered Republicans, battered our president, battered whoever was in line with our president. You don't think when Republicans get the House back, the pendulum is going to swing the other way? Of course. Of, yeah. course, of course it's going to happen, but it's, it's all show. And and, yeah. and and they have a plan for that, too. And even to go back to where you're saying talking about people giving up, because I think there are also let's let's look at it from a different prism. There are also, you know, the, the, the classic liberal or mm-hmm. moderate Democrat. Mm-hmm. Who feels like they've given up, but I think the Democrats have done a better job of collecting their vote through mail in. Of course, yeah, because they're saying, about they're that. saying, "Listen, we, you don't you don't have to go down there. We'll just come to your house, sir, and pick it up. You know, I you know we know you're not happy. Let's we're going to do this for you." Yeah, and then they say, "You know what? I don't, I'm not going anywhere. Here's my vote." Instead of our guy saying, "Well, I'm not going to do the mail in, and I ain't going right. to go vote." I think that's where they're getting the edge. That's why it's looking so close to me. All right, let's take Jim's call because he's calling the gloat about the job numbers. I I can't I can't say anything about it. Five hundred thousand jobs, um, Jim is that's huge. Wait a minute though, John. Uh, Jim's supposed to apologize to both of us. Why? Uh, because remember, we, uh, breaking news. It was uh, they started searching. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Jim. That's I want right, an Jim. apology, Jim. You remember that, Jim? I called it five minutes later. <laughs> I, I, I'll give the devil his due there. <laughs> Gentlemen, I was just going to say because '69 was 19, and at 19, it was 1969. Actually, job numbers go back to about '69 when we had this kind of employment. And college was affordable. I had a variety of great jobs through the 70s. I could quit a job and get a better job immediately. Yeah. I had a variety of jobs, and it was wonderful that way. And college was affordable. Now, the college, I happened to go by, well, a couple of years ago, I said, what are you paying for tuition? I, I was astounded. I mean, you need the lottery to, to go to school there. <laughs> but my point is, is I think it's a good thing that the employment numbers are terrific. I, I think that... Uh, and then if you go to the betting odds, here's the betting odds right What's now, that? the Vegas odds. Here's the betting odds. Trump wins the uh, 
uh, Republican nomination. Yeah, he's one to nine. He's one to nine with the primary. Heavy favorite. But against Biden, he's about a three to one to four to one loser against Biden. Right. But it's so, not going to be Biden. <laughs> I told you, Jimmy. No, be, no, you guys, oh, you, you, I'll call you next week. We'll see you apologizes next week. Hey, you, guys, you guys have a great day. Thank you, Jimmy. Take care. Thank Take you. care. I can't believe he gave us that apology, man. Hey, man, he's at it. Got to give it. Got to give it to us, you, you know? know? I mean, we, we, so basically, was it last week? It was la- it was last week. I I said on the air that Joe Biden will there's going to be a what, impeachment because of the documents. Less than five minutes later, what happened, Vlad? They were searching his house. <laughs> searching his house. <laughs> <laughs> I and mean, rightfully so. Yeah, right? yeah, but we, we didn't get all of the the grandstanding that no. um, Trump got. You know, documents. What? What? We still don't even know what. what don't know what, what it is. Don't know what it is. Well, you know, Biden doesn't move the needle when it comes to marketing at these liberal stations. Right, Trump. Is there is the golden goose? Yeah, for them. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But they are actively silencing our outlets. I wanted to talk about this last week, but I'm gonna just mention it right now since nobody else is talking about it. The Democrats wrote a letter to AT and T. Oh yeah, Dish Network, and Dish Network and AT and T has dropped News two Max. of the News big Max, yeah. three. They wanted them to drop Fox, Newsmax, and On, but they dropped On. They dropped Newsmax. They dropped On last year. Wasn't a big fuss about it. Now they drop Newsmax. Newsmax been crying for two weeks. Sounds every like day, a, all day. Yeah. So, sounds like a congressional investigation is going to happen, doesn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, they, well, they it, took it. They took it to. They took I would to love Congress. to see, and I don't know the financial reports on this, but I'd love to see how much Democrat money is going. They, to they, they, they said it. Democrats are. Uh, it's more money. No, it's 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 yeah. It's it's less money. They're they're paying less. The Democrats. Uh, the, the, yeah, the, they they were paying less. All of the Democrat stations. All the twenty two because they didn't need it, and then <laughs> own, uh, own and Newsmax paid more. They still dropped them, and they kept all twenty two liberal stations. All twenty two. Oh. oh, sounds like sounds like AT and T needs a new director. Yeah, I, and it also sounds like um, um, what's his name, Jim Jordan, and a couple of others are going to call them up. I would imagine. before Congress. Oh, well, they they said it. They they said, "Oh, we bringing this to Congress." Well, this, this new this new House Republican group seems to be yeah. keeping their word. Yeah. For now, I mean, I mean, and and I, I, I also think it shows that right now, early on, that they can whip the caucus together because yes. that contentious vote with uh, Ilan, Congresswoman Ilan Omar, um, I was shocked that these that they came around and said let's do it because turnaround's fair game, right? That's I, I, I think fair game. I think so. I Everyone wants it. to be treated the same. Well, that's how everybody gets treated because the, the the opposite was true two years ago. Yeah, now, and, and I'm gonna tell you something. I know a lot of people around here doesn't like a McCarthy, but he is the good face because I kept seeing him on TV explain it. Like, hey, man, yeah. you just, you can't have, he didn't say anti-Semite, but he basically said, you yeah. can't have an anti-Semite right. on right. TV. She'll still have a committee. Well, uh, she's still on committees. That's the yeah. part that nobody's right. talking about. Right. She's still on committees, but you shouldn't be part of the intelligence committee. No. You know, and, Not and, her. Adam, and Adam Schiff was lying for I don't know how many years. So he shouldn't be part of the intelligence committee anymore. Yeah. So he he put on a good face, but think about and so, somebody. And Sw- Swalwell was the worst, though. And the he, worst. He had a, a spy <laughs> sitting on the intel committee. <laughs> now, now listen. Uh, what, uh, what, what, uh, what I was about to say. Uh, now think about Jim Jordan or somebody hardcore like that trying to explain it away why he got rid of Omar Ship. It was yeah. a whole other conversation. Well, we got rid of him because he was lying. And Scalise would have did a great job. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, Jim, Jim's too much of a wrestler. He's, right? A, he's like me. He's like me. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. Eduardo from Midway. Welcome back to Black and Right. You there, Eduardo? Yeah, John Berlin. How's, How's it going? Here? What's going on, brother? 
Yeah, good. Uh, I got a couple of stories. I wonder if Jim's going to be upset about this because because of these COVID lockdowns. You saw this doctor that got killed in L.A. He was stabbed, and his team mom that was executed because of uh, rival gang members. What? And uh, also, it came out in the Daily Mail that the Postal Service is not the only one. Well, the IRS is not the only one surveilling Americans. The Postal Service was giving out uh, personal information to labor unions. Did you hear about that? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So well, this is something gonna, was... the RNC is going to have to get on the case, because otherwise, how are we supposed to, uh, you know, have a favorable result on election day. Yeah, Eduardo is a true independent. He, he looks at all of it, he the does. whole spectrum. I, I like it. And he always brings us stuff, new news that we, we didn't know. Yeah. Thanks so much for calling yeah, us. Yeah, right I'm on. like the uh, Chris Matthews of uh, Tell Me Something I Didn't Know. <laughs> <laughs> but the, con- the conservative uh, way. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Take, thank, thank you so much, Eduardo. <laughs> He's funny, man. I enjoyed him on the boat cruise. You you didn't come to the boat cruise. You missed a heck of a yeah, time, brother. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. We're going to do it again this year. Yeah, we'll get it out. You were with Captain... Uh, uh, Joe. Captain Joe. Oh, yeah, you sent me a picture. Yeah, I sent you, you. Yeah, Captain Joe's my guy. Yeah, he's he's, he's, uh, he's a man. good guy. Free Spirit Yacht Cruises, that's man. Right. That's they, they 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 do a good job. They take really good care of us here every time we go out on that cruise. And, um, I mean, all you can drink, all you can eat. And yep. Villan, isn't it a good time? It's a always great, a good time. Yeah, it's a good Two time. Two things yeah. I look forward to, the boat cruise and Freedom Summit. You got to come to that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You ever been to Freedom Summit? No. Man, oh, I you got to come this year. You have to come to Freedom Summit this year. We always have a good time. Rosanna Mitchell, hold the line. We got to take our long bottom of the hour break. You listen to the Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. We'll be right back. the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about it's black and right with john anthony on am 560 the answer maybe i'm foolish welcome maybe back to I'm black and white radio on am 560 the answer i am your host john anthony live in studio with the troublemaker and rob cruz rob can't, we can't say rob the cruz cruz <laughs> we gotta come up with a nickname gotta call it. You, you can't but you can't self-nickname right that, huh? you can't no, you, can't. you, you cannot, cannot self-nickname yeah, no, no, we, we, yeah we gotta come up with you guys it. gotta come up with we, we definitely gotta come up let's go back to the phone lines and there's some stuff i know you want to you want to get into and i know there's some stuff Villan was gonna raise my blood pressure with later on in the uh-huh. show let's talk to rosanna from springfield welcome back to black and right Hey, my nickname is Rosanna Rosanna Dana. It's All right. One Rosanna. thing, it's another. <laughs> Rosanna so, Rosanna Dana. You know, when we talk about elections being lost, I saw a gentleman named Matt Baynard uh-huh. from Look Ahead America. He was on Steve Bannon's war room, and this is what he revealed, that the RNC and WinRed that work with the candidates or against the candidates he revealed uh, if you uh, contribute $100 to a candidate through WinRed, the candidate ends up getting $6 out of the $100. What? Because the R, I will send you the video. The RC is more worried about enriching their political consultants than helping out the candidate. Yeah. So that's. You know, my first point. My second point is about mail-in ballots, and please prove me wrong. The thing I don't, why we won't uh, move ahead with mail-in ballots, I believe, is because the Democratic Party will pay people to go 
from door to door, collecting yeah. the balance, yes. going back. But you think the RNC is going to pay you? They don't have the money. No, sir. <laughs> they don't have the no, money. <laughs> they can't raise the money. Well, it's not, what, it's, it's not uh, just yeah. it's not just that. It, that's against principles. Well, that's against the uh, that's and, against the conservative principles to but be paying the, people. To, well, that's why I'm going to disagree with you, right? Because in, in, in a certain extent, you know, we pay a lot of money for certain things. You know, maybe political consultants. When instead the Democrats Ground are paying game. labor force. Ground game. Ground game, right? They're paying. So I, I heard somebody tell me this when they were walking for Darren Bailey, that them, we were asking for the vote and the Democrats were picking up the vote. That's, that's it. Ooh, that's good. That's exactly and what so, was happening. And, 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 and whether it's principled or not, the, the, the umpire's calling the outside fastball and you better start swinging at it or you're going to be looking strike three let, every let me time. Tell you something. This, we got a problem. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rosanna. We got a problem that we've been having forever. The conservative party, yep. principles and values, are hardcore. And if they even get a whiff of a Republican doing the same thing that the Democrats are doing as far as paying for vote, the votes, are they going to come at them? They're well, going to no, come at them first. Yeah, but it's not paying for votes. No, they're it's paying the workers to paying go. Paying workers to go and, and enact people to pick up the yeah. votes legally. Yeah, well, yeah. Right. Still, yeah, yeah. But still, That's you know. That's not illegal. It's not illegal, but conservatives don't like that. But, but they got to get in the then game. Start they the won't. Fa- then we they won't. Start- Hey, then, then, then we got to start swinging at the outside fastball or everybody's going to be looking at strike And three. you know how hard it is to hit an outside fastball? It's <laughs> <laughs> real hard for me. I got to really have see quick it. hands. And I don't think the Republican Party is built for that right now. No, it's not. We'll I, see I, what I just don't think. I don't, I, 2024 is going to be, in my opinion, it's going to be interesting to see what, what, what lessons have the Republicans learned. Mm. Because I don't think they learned the lesson in 2020. Because, I mean, 2022. Yeah. Because if they did... We still had no ground game across the entire country. Where they had ground games, guess what they did? They won. Where they could raise money, where, they won. Where, where were those ground games at? Huh? Um, uh, New York, California. Yep. You know, where, where we won seats, we should have never won. Southern California, New York City. Yeah. Rise pack out of New York. Yeah. With uh, Scott Pressler, Southern California, That's right. where Kevin McCarthy's from. They put money, they invested money in the labor, took some money out of marketing, some money out of consultants. And they flipped five seats in California and four seats yeah, in New no. York. But and they, they did worked it, hard. And they too. did it that saved us. the legal way. Yeah. Yeah. But what this is, and this is, we, we, we will never be able to change that rule until we use the rule. Well, well, guess what? Guess what else? What? We got to win to get in power, to, to make the decisions. Right. So we have to, to make use the, the rule to change the rule. But we have conservatives, commentators, and, and, and others that have given up on this state. They're like, just yeah. get out of here. Walk away. It's done. How are you going to win when you have that mindset out there? That, that part is, that's going to be a challenge, yeah. too. I think that mindset, though, comes from your neighbor, the grassroots person. You know, who who's going who's gonna to really put their faith right now in some highly uh, elected GOP person when your neighbor, the grassroots initiative guy, says, you know what, we're going to give this a shot. So, so there's a comment on, on YouTube. Uh, basically said, I'm done, never voting again back in the, into the shadows for me. Do you think people who thinking like that and also the election integrity language did well, force people not to vote this in 2022? Say, yeah. I'm done. I think some, I'm not, my I, vote doesn't count. I think some people felt disenfranchised by what they witnessed in 2020. Yeah. And I think some other people felt like me said, okay, well, you know, I, I hate to use this again. They're calling the outside fastball. I'm looking for the outside fastball, and I'm swinging at the outside fastball because I want to win the game. Because mm-hmm. if I don't win the game, what am I going to do? I can't just pick up my stuff and move. 
Like, and, and, just, and that, right. Yeah. And the people that have moved is another reason why yeah. um, well, the that, Illinois Republican Party yeah. is faltering. And, and I think, too, you know, when, when we and, and I, we circle back to grassroots, you know, in, in 2012, I think it was, or 2011, Obama had just, we just took the house from Obama. Yeah. Grassroots it up, bro. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to take, it's going to take all hands on deck. And uh, I, you got to read this book if you haven't read it. Hugh Hewitt, if it's not close, they can't cheat. That's the only way they win if it's close, and they know they get, they they've set up the rules in, across this country in blue states to benefit them. We'll be right back. Let's get it to them, baby girl. Black and right continues on AM five sixty. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM five sixty. The answer. I am your host, live in studio, John Anthony, joined by the troublemaker who I'm sure is over there waiting to send my blood pressure up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, Vlad? Next hour. Oh, good Lord. We don't have enough time right now. I know we don't. And I'm so glad right now. <laughs> and Robert Cruz, uh, CEO, president of GOP Jamboree. You put on events, John. One, one event was five, 6,000 more than that when... At the um, I wish farm. we had that. No, we, which one we, was at the farm? The one like, was at the farm. We, it was roughly somewhere between twelve and fifteen hundred. It was during COVID. Right, Dude, I remember that. Yeah, that was a big deal back then. We're on number six now, February nineteenth, at MT Barrels on Wise Road, seventeen twelve Wise Road. Doors open at five. Family friendly. Um, if you've ever been to one, I promise you, even if you don't like hip hop, you're gonna love it. Uh, we have lots of fun, like minded people. Yeah. And we're dig- we're digging that trench. That's why we that's why we bring Christian rappers in because they don't swear. Mm-hmm. And we're we're digging that trench yeah. for young kids to to get a hold of the culture and start to you know uh, copy what they see. And Bryson will be here in studio. Yeah, Bryson will be here in studio February eighteenth to join the show, Verlon, So you guys can oh, get I'm, after. Oh, it. I'm gonna be here after <laughs> these calls. I'm gonna capitalize on what you. Just All right, let's go to Mitchell. Mitchell from Desplaines. Thanks for holding, brother. Hey, how are you, John? Doing well. What's going on, man? <laughs> uh, what bothers me about basically what's illegal are these property taxes, John, and Verlon and guests. Eighty-six percent is basically funding our public schools in Illinois. Yep. And they have the temerity in my in displays. I have a dispensary and a casino, and my property taxes quadrupled. So we know this is an inside game. And I don't understand, uh, John. I asked you a few weeks ago or a month ago why has this eighty-six percent 14%, what I call combination, it hasn't been switched out in Springfield because obviously they know the game is basically on the other side of the fence. So who's cooking the books here, Daddy-O? Ah, there it is, Daddy-O. Who's cooking the books, John? Yeah, that's a good question. Milan is. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe the Desplaines City Council right. is doing it and the mayor. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's no oversight, you guys, with regards to where, you know, if, if I'm paying 86% to these public schools, we're babysitting a bunch of kids with iPads with attitudes, okay? They can't write to save their life, all right? All they're doing is smoking and vaping pot, okay, number one. Number two, they couldn't write a check to save their life. They can't write. They can't read. And the bottom line is if they have these serious attitude problems because yeah. the teachers only care about their pensions, John. Right. And by the way, each school, okay, is it incumbent upon the 
principal who sets the tone, and the newer teachers are indentured servants, okay? <laughs> They're treated horribly, and that's why there's a shortage. And guess what? You spend eight hours in these public schools, and you don't want to throw up. That's okay? true. There is, and let me tell you something. These principals, these superintendents, they're all in on it. All they care about is their pensions. They don't want to address any issues. They want to throw everything under the, what I call the carpet. If there's any problems, systemic problems, they're a bunch of cowards, right? Again, <laughs> you know what I say to them? You work for me. You hear what I'm saying here, daddy yeah, Yes, I do. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling us, Mitchell. <laughs> Let's go, move on to Dominic from Glendale. Dominic, welcome oh, to man, Glendale. It's, it's hard to follow, Mitchell. It's really <laughs> it hard is. to follow him. I mean, you know, the only thing I got to say is I don't think McCarthy did enough. He should have threw everybody on the squad off their committees. Ooh. I mean, just really turn everything upside down. Get them all thinking, you know, that this is coming back to them now. Because okay. they were relentless on all the Republicans, yeah. and they always are. What yeah. case okay? What case would you make against AOC to throw her off a committee? Because she, because she bring, okay, what does she do? She riles people up. She gets people going. The case is, too, she, didn't she contribute money to people to get them out on bail also? Criminals? I, don't, I, I didn't hear about her. I know about yeah. the vice president. Nine eleven. Some well, people did some things. You know. Oh, I'm yeah, talking. I'm talking I mean, about AOC. You, 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 oh, yeah. AOC. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I would just throw her off for the reason is that she's an attraction to the people. She's got them out. You shut her down, okay? She'll go away. But she didn't you get kicked off. Get her, no, she didn't. That's she what did. I said. He said throw everybody from the squad off, and I brought up I AOC. The, how would you do right, it? Everybody on the squad off the committees. This yeah. is how you show you got power. He's right. Because they play right. the power, you got to play the power. He's right. I'm not sure. And if you don't I play am. the power, I'm not, I'm not they're sure. going to walk on you. Because I, I want to know how You're, do you make a case to, 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 you to don't justify have to. it. You just don't want them on there. Just like this balloon. You think Trump would have let this balloon even get near the coast? And nope. you know what? I'm glad you brought that back up. This is such a big distraction. You know, dude, it's an air balloon. You know, you mean to tell me our radar didn't pick this up before it got to the country? Sure it did. Of course it's a distraction. Trump would have never even get close to Alaska. It's, he would have took it out. Think about it, man. He, uh, 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 Joe Biden's got bad press. Cheese got bad press. It's just <laughs> hey, something you know they want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Here, dude, when, hey, Squirrel. let me explain this. When you're getting, an, em- when you're getting an envelope from your enemy, you let them do what they want. Squirrel. Okay? Yeah. That's true. That's the problem. That yeah. is true. Uh, they like shiny. You guys have a great day. You too. Right. Thank they, you. they like shiny objects. Yeah. You know, shiny objects is a very good distraction because Joe Biden is in some serious trouble, I believe. It's a distraction. Oh, I believe trouble. he's in some serious trouble. That's why. He's on a ventilator. Um, Jim, this is Chicago. He is going to be. He won't be there for 2024. No. presidency. He's not going to be. And Kamala. Uh, I mean, come on. No. I'm they, hearing Gavin Newsom. I, that's, yeah, that's what I'm Gavin hearing. Gavin and JB. Yeah. Yeah, JB has aspirations, but you know what? I mean, imagine that. Imagine the, these two, Gavin or, or JB, being the president of the United States. You know what I'm going? I'm trying to imagine right now. One of them getting 81 million votes. If if any one of them get 81 million votes, it's a rigged election. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna be the first one to say it. I'm gonna be the first one to say it. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we. Are. I don't care how handsome Gavin Newsom is. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we'll see the likes of anyone. I don't anyone. think he's that handsome, though. <laughs> Not for 81 million. I don't think we'll see the likes of anything nowhere near 81 million votes because I think Republicans in, in their areas, they've um, tightened that up a little bit. Yeah. And well, I, I just don't see that happening. Trump in there, we'll get close to 75 million. Yeah. We Jim, will. Jim, hold the line. We'll take you when we get back.
Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, the answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, the answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio um, with the Troublemaker and Cruz. we got to come up with a nickname, Robert Cruz from GOB Jamboree. I would give him this name, but it's, it's already taken by a famous rock star, Rob Thunder. Let's call him Rob Thunder Cruz. There it is, Thunder Thunder Cruz. All right, Thunder. But all right, hey, you guys got to make it up. I got to. Did you guys hear Kevin McCarthy how he talked about Swalwell and and, yep? And if I he said if when you listen to what Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House, who I've um, petitioned to come on this show, I uh, had a congressman reach out to me and said, "Hey, I I reached out to the congressman. I won't say who it is yet." And I said, "Hey, I would love to do an interview with Kevin McCarthy." So he said, "Bro, write this up." And then I'll send it over. Send it so over. he sent it over to Kevin McCarthy's office. Hopefully he comes on the show. I, think I know who you're talking about. Uh, but, <laughs> but listen to what Kevin McCarthy had to say about, you know, kicking people off committees and things of this nature. Yeah. Let me phrase re- something very direct to you. If you got the briefing I got from the FBI, you wouldn't have Swalwell on any committee. <gasps> and you're going to tell me other Democrats couldn't fill that slot? He cannot get a security clearance in the private sector. So would you like to give him a government clearance? <laughs> you asked me questions about Santos. You asked the questions about Swalwell. Not only was he getting a clearance, he was inside an intel committee. He had more information than the majority of all the members. Did you ever raise that issue? <gasps> no. Which you should have. You're going to tell me there's 200 other Democrats that couldn't fill that slot, but they kept him on it? The only way that they even knew it came forward is when they went to nominate him to the Intel Committee. And then the FBI came and told the leadership then, he's got a problem. And yet they still put him on. What does that say? I'll start with you, Verlon. You're going to start with me? Because yeah. <laughs> I'm still know. trying to figure out what I should say on air. No, no. Well, that, I mean, you, you can say that you believe it's all corrupt. You know, Sean does it, Sean does it every day. No, it's, it's, no, it's not. It, 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 it's clear what the, to me, at least what the speaker is referring to, is that uh, Congressman Swalwell is compromised. Correct. Correct. And that's corruption. Uh, well, you can yeah, call whatever you want. We don't know how he's corrupt. Right. But. And, and, and if he's compromised, then his abilities to be on committee need to be limited Correct. at best. Correct. you just right? a professional especially, speaker. Especially something like the Intel Committee. Yeah. Especially when you, you're getting the secrets of what's happening in our nation and, in a broad process. And, and the question is then, if you have to go back and look at all the actions and steps that Congressman Swalwell has done, are some of them based on the intel that he's had? Right. Let's go back to the phone lines. Jim from South Elgin, also yep. a sponsor of this show. Jim. Well, as we speak, I'm actually in uh, Panama City in Central America waiting for uh, a connecting flight. In 1989, George Bush sent the troops here to get rid of Noriega uh, to make the country better, and the country now uses the dollar as its currency. But, uh, you know, this balloon that was shot down, I told people, don't worry about it. It was simply just a Valentine's Day card to Swalwell from uh, from. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, wow. What now? It's you... also, also, yes, sir. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to, you know, since you're you're now you're now Abuela Juan, we have to call Robert Roberto. Yeah, <laughs> Roberto. maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm Senor Roberto. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, uh, a lot of fun. Good topic, and uh, that'll be interesting to see what kind of information you get off that shot that that balloon that they shot down. Yeah, that is true. They said they shot it down within the United States territory, so they could. 
get it and not be in violation of international treaty or whatever. Huh. So it'll be interesting to see what they, what they did. Maybe it, it would be very some, interesting. Maybe they need to pick it up. They're also saying there's a second balloon somewhere else, but I'm not sure if that's true or not. Yeah, well, thanks so much for calling us, Jim. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much for those two guests from last week. They were they were really good. Oh, it's always a pleasure. We got to we got to keep the show going. That's right. Thanks so and much, Jim. Talk radio is the best format, better than TV. <laughs> That's right, because it gets right to the mind. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to think when you're on talk radio. You got to paint the picture. Yep. Of what's being said Whereas television It paints the picture for you You know I think that's why So many people Head over to To, to, to talk radio Because Especially if you can Paint a picture Of what's happening Not just to Our state But this country And, and the rest of the world um, We need fighters To rise up I'm sorry Get in the mud And fight For your life Because we need to We'll be right back Prepare To have your mind Opened The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot, just like the fajita, I write what I live, my life in the speaker, I'm nice with the flow. Welcome back, hour two of Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. If you missed the first hour, head over to 560theanswer.com, download the podcast. You don't have to listen to to any of the commercials. You can hear me commercial free, uh, download the podcast, follow me on all of my social media platforms. If you're watching on a on one of the social media platforms, you, uh, YouTube, Rumble, or Facebook. Please share the link uh, so that more people can find Black and White Radio uh, amongst your friends. Um, wow. Troublemaker, Rob, Thunder Cruise. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and Tyrone Muhammad has joined us Uh-oh. from ECCSC. Oh, I saw you causing trouble on... Um, Somewhere in Chicago was that Woodlawn? They 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 brought opened oh, up one of the schools. That, uh, yeah, was that Woodlawn or was that somewhere else? That's Woodlawn. You're talking about the school with all the immigrants. That so what did they? What happened with that? I saw so, I saw the video, and uh, I couldn't finish watching it. So what what happened in Chicago? Is is, is that a so is it one of the schools that they closed? Yes. Okay. Wadsworth. Okay. So that's a school grammar school that's um, they have used to house uh, immigrants. I guess not only that illegals and everything else that they put in our community. Right. Uh, Lori Lightfoot has sanctioned that these individuals be placed in our communities. Understand this, people. While we're talking public safety, we don't know the criminal status of these people that they put in our community. So it's young men? Oh, it's all types. It's all types. ages. I mean, I've seen, I saw people from like 18 to 40. Well, so with um and with an elder senior citizen facility next door, and the grammar school, um twenty five uh thirty feet away. So and these people we don't know them. They most of them don't speak English, and um they have been thrust in our communities. So the, um against but, the community's wishes. I was about to say, was this something Lori Leifer did independently, or was it the the aldermanic the alderman came together? Well, the alderman and was opposed it. The community opposed it. Jeanette Taylor. And she's still 
did it her way, even wow. though the um, community opposed it. How that, many people? Any community would oppose that because we don't know these people. I tell them why she didn't put them in her neighborhood. Right. Why you didn't put them on the Gold Coast? <laughs> no, why you didn't put them in Highland Park? I'm See, this is what I'm saying. You yeah. can't. They continue to disrespect these communities that's already disinvested. Who's paying for this? We are taxpayers. That's federal state money that's coming down. Right. Here we are. We have no housing for returning citizens who's paid their debt to society. Right. We have no housing for the homeless. Veterans. Who the veterans. We have no housing for the veterans. But we have housing. Uh-oh. That's okay. That's all right. That better be God. That's <laughs> We have housing. It was Jesus. But we have housing for um, this thing. Yeah. And it's y'all. You talk is from what I'm hearing. The the the, the, the scale is like six million dollars, sixty million dollars. That's how much to pay for that. What's yeah, that for overall. But the fact that you have, we have all this resource. We on the front line fighting violence and intervening in violence every day, and can't get a dollar from the government from yeah. the city. So this is I don't understand this. How we profess public safety to protect the citizens, yet we do things like that without any transparency yeah and we also i, I want to take this call from michael from the south side because um i i think this part also parts i want to get your take on this too um tyrone and, okay. and Valon and, and rob uh, michael from the south side john Rulon, how's Robert, it going hey buddy tyrone uh good talk good to talk to all of you thank you uh i i, I gotta keep it real I, I want to give a special shout out to Ron DeSantis because he did the black community a huge solid when he when he rejected the original AP curriculum for black studies. Bravo. And, and, and talk about why, though. Yeah, why? Talk about why he did it, because I thought that was a, a more important. Uh, very, very simple. Um, uh, as we all know, black studies uh, can be a, a viable um uh, curriculum, but the problem is it, we endanger it when we start turning it into woke politics. Correct. And that's exactly what the AP curriculum was. And it was about um, the LGBTQ about, community, correct? They wanted to add that into queer, queer the black studies. history. Queer study, queer study into exactly. black history. Exactly. Since when is the LGBT community part of black studies? Historically, almost never. And the other part of the problem was the uh, writers. Uh, selected to uh, you know for this uh, curriculum were all one-sided. You know, if you're going to do an educational piece, then you have to include a variety of perspectives. But the original curriculum didn't do so. Uh, what's that guy's name? I can't pronounce his name to save my life. Tanahisi Colts. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, he okay. If he has a perspective about reparations, that's fine. But he should not be the only person, the only writer cited in the curriculum about that issue. Right. I agree. That's there. true. So, but I'm going to tell you something. They'll never use anybody for, uh, you know, center right but, um, to put their stuff in there. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you. Thanks, something. Michael. And this goes all the way back to that. I, I wish I knew that preacher's name that got on TV when he said, I, when it was about the civil rights, he, he went all the way back to when he was marching in civil rights. He said, I didn't march one inch, one foot, one mile for anything gay or LGBTQ. But what, Government does. I don't care what politician. Absolutely. They use black people and civil rights yeah. as the vessel to bring in whatever yeah. curriculum or agenda they want to put forward. And it's like a Spartan shield. You Think can't defend it. against it. Think about it. My organization were allocated almost nearly $1 million by uh, senators and state rep LaShawn Ford. Yeah. 
And because I said something about the LGBTQ community in terms of violence and telling them that violence anywhere is violence everywhere and disrupted their meeting, explaining to them that 50 black kids was killed. A mm-hmm. hundred black women were shot. But you're talking about two transgender people was that was that was killed without and without us even knowing how they died, right. whether it was suicide, whether right. it was anything, we didn't know. But they coupled that, they translated that to violence mm-hmm. and they used that as a tool to get before the legislators and state right. to talk about violence prevention and intervention money. Yeah. So J B Prisca took our resources, our money that was allocated line item for our group to do intervention. And gave it to I don't know who, but said we couldn't have it because the LGBTQ community wow. um, spoke against it. Since wow. since we talking about violence, yes, I'm, 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 I'm gonna just jump into it. I'm gonna save my little my little history lesson for later. Okay. I want us to bow our heads in silence mm-hmm. for a young man that was murdered by the police. Mm-hmm. His name is Anthony Lowe. This man was a double amputee. Mm. shot to death, riddled with bullets. Wow. You know, it was alleged that he stabbed somebody, okay? Okay. Well, now, this uh, man jumped out his okay. wheelchair okay. and scooted until he could scurry and then he came to a away stop. from the police. The police was chasing the man with no legs. Okay, wait, wait, let me stop him real quick because he's leaving out the most important, important part. He had about a 14-inch butcher knife in his hand. Uh. Okay, go ahead, Vlon. Now, now the police said the, the police said they I was gonna say something, but you had to stop me. <laughs> the police said they feared for their life because they feared that he would throw it. Now, remember Laquan McDonald <laughs> was walking away from the police yeah, with a little switchblade. Exactly. This man had a butcher knife, but he was run okay, I can't say running because he didn't have legs. He was scurrying you roll for away. That you roll for that one. First he was scooting, then uh, he was scurrying. And they chased uh, him for about a block and then a car was in front, but they got a they got a um, a picture from a, a light pole off of business. This is recently. Yeah, recently huh. they will not release the tape right now. They're doing what they what city? What they normally do. California. It was in well, the California country. Wow. I mean, uh, state. Okay, Villan, you mm-hmm. also you also left out that he had just stabbed somebody allegedly. No, 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 no. He's what? no. There's there's he's he had just stabbed somebody. Alleged. It's still alleged. It's still no, alleged. No, no, isn't it? Because due process, we right. can't claim a patriot right. of America and then not allow the law to work. To work. No, no, that's no. What right. I'm saying no, is, I heard you say he, that's no. what they saying. He no. He, he stabbed a 46 year old guy who's in the hospital recovering that's right it. now. That's oh. part of the the, 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 the story. So 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 Valon, you can't miss that. You can't leave out that he he just that he just stabbed somebody. My problem. Still, well, hold on. Still had the knife in his hand. Now he, you're right. He was moving away from the police, but then he stopped. So is the they don't, you can't see where he stopped that because but it was a car block. My question is: Is the, the job of the police to be vigilantes or to bring people to justice? It's to bring people well, to justice. I don't know why they. I mean, they stopped him because he he they chased they were chasing him in his. Falan, I hate you. <laughs> he wasn't even in the wheelchair I hate, anymore. He I hate you. No, he, no, no. I'm saying they found they caught up with him in his wheelchair. Yeah, but I hate you because you know what I, what you said during the break. But I got, I can't get that out of my mind, um, okay. but 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 there's more to the story of it. And as a former cop, I'm not. I don't care if you don't have no legs. I'm not coming up to you. You got a weapon in your hand. I'm going home. Anything can happen. I can slip. I can trip. I don't want to. Guess I'm not taking my my. Ch- if you don't want to drop it, and you turn, and he, you did turn. Now I would love to see the body camera footage to see what it what it, what it really says. We'll continue the discussion when we get back. He turned in what launch? <laughs> this is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. 
Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker. I don't know where we yet, Rob Cruz. Well, we we got Thunder Cruz, but maybe we should call it Thundercat. Did, did oh. we come up with a nickname oh. for you, though? That's did a we have cartoon. a nickname? The Thundercat. Did uh, we have a nickname for Muhammad Villan on the boat? I, I can't remember. I don't remember. We called you something on the boat. I was, I was I drinking. <laughs> but you oh, drank you doing the show? We'll think about yeah. it. We'll think of it. Yeah, we'll think oh, about man. it. But you know, we were talking about the shooting of uh what's his name? Um Villain, Anthony Lowe. Anthony Lowe. Yeah. Um I would love to see the body cam footage because I mean he's he, you, when you look at the camera, he's running away. Or yeah, I mean he's, he's <laughs> I hate you Villain. I would Stop like it. to know how many times the man was shot. Yeah. Yeah, that's because if you telling me I'm telling you as a former Formerly incarcerated convict, I can shoot shoots in the mass. Yeah, these people go training every day, well, and I'm telling the you, why. they don't shoot. Yeah, but if you shoot them one time, yeah, that should this uh, that should uh, man he has okay. Let leg, me teach. Man. Let me show you the training. This is the training. You shoot center mass because it's the biggest piece of it's the biggest part of the body. Exactly. So you what you don't want to do is try to shoot for a leg or an arm and then hit somebody. Hit somebody, exactly. you know, behind yeah. you or anything like that. So they, you, you get trained to hit center mass because it's the it's the easiest part to stop a threat. Because cops don't shoot to kill. That's not the training. You do not shoot to kill. You sh- you, sh- you shoot to neutralize the threat. John, can I say something right yeah. now? If anybody wants to man up a woman up and take part in this conversation, call 312-642-5600. I don't think they will this hour. We're going to see. <laughs> And they probably will because we love our boys in blue, right? And they, yeah. without them, I can't see a society without cops. But it's just too many times that we make excuses for people who are really shouldn't probably be police. No, officers. I agree with you. They are afraid. I, if, you, I said if, that? You, said that if your question or if your answer for uh, 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 what you call it, uh, being over aggressive yeah. is I fear for my life every time. Every time. Then you don't need to be in that badge <laughs> because the game bangers don't fear for their life that much. And I want to th- right. <laughs> and I want to throw something else at John that I found out that it seemed like we're not going to talk about. I want to put this in the mix too. With those five officers, yeah. I just heard some information that this guy that got killed, uh, Tyree Nichols, yeah. was probably messing Girl. with one of those guys now, ex-wife I, I was told so, that was that was false i think um uh fedex came out and said it was false no well i don't know about fedex but oh, i know it's, it's, been, right. it's been some but he knows, but he knows what he heard allegedly people allegedly right. but i'm gonna tell you something if that if, if they find out that to be true uh, like i said last week a case for first degree murder can be made because that's premeditated. Well, it, first yeah. degree for the person who actually yeah. did it. Not and they the, helped. Wait, time out. No, no, no. If they didn't know, if they. Oh, no, 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 no. What I mean, no, if, no. What I'm I mean as is, a game bang. If I'm a game bang, yeah. I'm going to show you why right. that's uh-huh. a double standard. Okay. Right. We can beat up somebody, even though it was about mm-hmm. this guy, and we pile on, and that uh-huh. person loses life. Uh-huh. Our justice system prosecutes right. all of them as That's first right. degree okay. murder. But you got to prove you the intent. Do, you got to prove intent. Intent is always proven. No, trust no, no, I'm it, talking about on, I, on the street end. Time out. Time out. <laughs> that, no. Time, oh, yeah. Well, the street end is different. You, street end is different. It can't be two justice systems. That's right. One for the criminals. Yeah. And none for the police who have a higher standard of ethical guidelines and right. standard to uphold. Okay. They on the constitutional decree to uphold the laws and protect yep. the I know. I swore twice. So why the onus the is on them. It ain't yeah. on a game banger to be perfect in the law. Oh, right. No, 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 no. I disagree with yeah. that a little bit. Yeah. There's a citizen, there's a citizen uh, duty. 
yes. to to your fellow citizen and behaving in a certain manner. I believe, but I criminals was don't vow oath no. to protect no law. Okay, right. but but guess what? And 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 I'm sorry. I'm, I I got us when you when you look at have this whole street justice Tyrone, We have to teach black people uh, how to interact with policing. On the ground, we we don't because uh-uh. police yeah, yes, need yes. to learn how to interact with, with no. the citizens. No, no, no. Let and me show you do, something. Wait, wait, no, no, wait, wait, wait. This is a chicken I, and the egg I, argument no, no, right I here. I can't let right. y'all do that. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> we're we gonna hear your point. Yeah. And let wait, hear wait, my point. Here's the reason why. Here's the reason why I can't let you do that. How many interactions? Ninety-seven, ninety-nine point three percent of the interactions between police and public, dating back eons. Have ended in peaceful resolutions between cops, especially even in even in black communities. Now, what happens is it's that those rare circumstances um, where people are actually trying to fight with the cops. You know, resisting arrest is a real deal. And and and, and Tyree Tyree Nichols is alive. He just lay there and put his, put the handcuffs on him. He's alive. No, no he is alive. You know, you and Brandon tell why you in handcuffs. Not why you in handcuffs. Listen. You're, the man, he didn't get in. You got, no, I'm, I'm sick of this. Not only got the cuffs on. You got five big burly officers. Yeah, and I was could, a wrestler. They could if you I'm okay with that. If they you can't detain. get that little scrawny girl under be, control, you shouldn't be, should be a police oh, wait, No, no, no. Okay, guys. Okay, as, as, as the only guy that's actually been in the fight like that, these guys become, I don't know what they what strength, what, where they dry, mm, grab, grab no, the strength from. Sound like some mental health stuff to me, man. Wait, time out. Listen, though. I've been in that fight. I've had to wrestle with somebody, and it was t- three, four big burly men, and trying to get them. Because here's the deal: cops are afraid. That is, they, they, listen, they, what they are? They're afraid of. They do anything. They're gonna lose their pension. They're gonna go to jail. And look afraid cops, of me. But I'm, I guarantee you, well, not <laughs> those either. guys at that time. But I guarantee you, we, we. I'm sorry. Stop resisting, and these guys are like. Every if, last, okay, okay, can I say this? Can people, I say this? They, wait, hold on, wait, time out. Ninety-nine percent of those people, if they don't resist, they're still alive today. Am I right or wrong? I agree. May, I agree. But look at what you're saying to the citizen. That's a free citizen. This is the oxymoronic and 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 the hypocrisy of democracy, right? I can walk the street while black down my own neighborhood. An officer at any given time, and they've done it. Yeah. Okay, where are you going? I'm walking while black in my community. What's the problem? Right. See, you don't do the same if we, and also statistics prove that white kids are not accosted at the rate that black children are in their own neighborhood. That's true. That's true. So you can't tell me that it's the same dynamic. I'm going to tell you why. Where most police officers who police our communities yeah. don't live in our community. And I'm going to tell you something. Don't else. understand the cultural implication of poverty, of mental health, yeah. of that whole systemic thing of us versus them police fight, flight and, uh, uh, fight and flight mode. They are not even being trained into the proper ethics mm. and cultural and aspect aspects of communicating and dealing with these people. And I'm gonna say that's this. messed up. Yeah. Grow- I got I got a question Stop. for you after right. after yeah. us growing up. How many times me coming from school yep. and coming from work yep. did the police just drive up on you? Hey, yep. get out, get up against the car yep. and search me and violate me in front of the whole neighborhood or wherever I was at. I grew up knowing a lot of white kids. Never once. Did any police in Oak Lawn uh, or wherever nah, else, or Evergreen, pull up against it. white people I've seen and pull them, nah, up, and throw nah, them up against the I've car? I've done it. 
Not often but, at all. I've for, done it. For, for, the, for police and for the listening orders, I will say that most of my negative interaction from police didn't come from white cops. Black, it came yeah. from black cops. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a system. Yeah. That makes them say, "Listen, I'm one of y'all. I'm gonna be this way and be that way." But I've never met, had a situation where a police have saw or seen their partner being uh, 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 overly aggressive and then tell them, "Hey, hey, hey, nah, stop. that's true. That's okay, true. Stop. Okay, go do okay. that." I've right. never oh, saw. Yeah, so I've never saw a situation. I, I, I've got two questions. So yes, one sir. thing you mentioned, you said police officers are not from the neighborhood, and maybe mm-hmm. this is a question John can yeah, answer too, right? So let's say a police officer was from the neighborhood. Would he be afraid to police the neighborhood? Absolutely no, not. That's a question. You know, Absolutely no. not. Because you know where you live? You know where you live. Usually, <laughs> usually you police you a neighborhood know. where you don't know the guy lives. Yeah. So, so that's a question I have for, well, for that. Well, what, do you, what's, what do you think as, of that? I think that's, the, that's what we've been trying to do. If I was a mayor, if I was anybody, I would produce an incentive. For our great officers to live in the communities that they police. That to create, means to create that taxes. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Like, when I grew up, there was officers' cars parked on the yeah. block that yeah. knew us. Yeah. And like, hey, boy, you go be out on this corner yeah, and I yeah. come yeah. back. That's, that's right. what I grew up hey, Tyrone, I grew if up I catch that. you on this corner oh, when wait, I no, come no, back. Tell me, hold on. I want to say something. When I catch you on this corner when I come back, Tyrone, I'm taking you to your mom. It wasn't yeah. no, I'm going to lock you up. And I was afraid of and, my mom more my, than I was afraid of him. Absolutely. Because <laughs> if right. I showed and up with my mom. that's the relationship that we missed it because okay, the community can, are so demoralized, officers wouldn't dare move in. They, they, they when they live in the neighborhoods, they and, and I'm talking about in our community. Surely I love to patrol Highland Park. And, 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 that's, and that's exactly what I'm going to say. That's the best job. I, I think a lot of you guys' perspective is skewered through an urban setting. That's the only setting that's locked. You've seen the prisons lately? Wait, what I'm They're saying not is, white people wait, up in there. Wait, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> as somebody who patrol the predominantly white area. Gee, that's different. That's what I'm saying. And how I many racist, how many racist doggone comments you received as a black man pulling lot, over? Okay, there A you lot. Go. That you I go. was racist. Black people call me racist. I believe that. Black people call me racist because uh, I, I pulled them over for doing, the doing for 80 miles an hour, though. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. Uh-huh. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with Verlon, the troublemaker, Rob, Thunder Cruz, and I don't know, hey, we gonna the minister. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You do be talking. <laughs> well, 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 I don't know. I mean, I'm called conservative. I'm called... I don't know what I'm called. I'm called all type of stuff. I even by my own. So, but I want I want to elaborate on something. Wait, no, no, I, I got a question. Oh. I got a question. I want this is for y'all three. Okay. Uh, I, I thought about something we were talking about right before the break, and we talked about how cops deal with 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 the black community, white community. There's a difference. Do you believe that the way black people teach their kids about um, respecting authority is done differently in white? communities and one of the reasons why there's so much um constraint fighting in between cops and the black community is because there's a there's a no respect level that automatically black people are embedded with when it comes to cops whereas white people don't teach their kids they teach their kids yes sir no sir right away you know i mean what are your thoughts well, about that you, Wait, go ahead, go I'm, ahead. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this black people don't 
by the majority have that conversation with their kids. I've never had a conversation with none of the four of my daughters about police, period. It was just, you know, they just didn't talk back to elders, period. I mean, you don't be cussing out elders. Don't be arguing with people, period. But I don't have any conversations with my, I never had conversations with my kids about the police. Uh, They may see things online or see things on TV that might make them not want to be around police or try to avoid the police, but they don't look, they don't look for trouble. So I don't think black people even have that conversation because it shouldn't. We shouldn't have to have that conversation. I know white people have the conversation. Right, I know. Them. I know Mexican people have the conversation. Yeah. Why, why won't my, we have I've that conversation? Fa- I've seen parents have that conversation because they fear for the the um, the excessive force of what can happen when you don't listen to the police officer. Mm-hmm. They feared for that yeah. for their children. They say, "Hey, and the police come, show your hands, put your keep your, your ID yeah. on your body." But that is that shouldn't be a conversation I should sure. have to have sure. as a as an American. No shit, I should never have to have a conversation about those who are are <clears throat> pay our tax dollar paid to serve and That's protect right. us. That's right. Yeah. I should never fear the police, bro. Yeah. But that's a problem. It's not on the people. It's easy to blame the victim. You know that's what right. I noticed? What's going right. on with this? Yeah. We blame the victim. Yep. It's the same thing we're dealing with in Chicago with all the shootings and the murder. I hold every young man accountable. For we do personally hold these young men accountable for violating one another and terrorizing our women and our children. Right. Yeah. We do this. But then there's another paradigm of everyone's talking policing about responding. And we on our front preventing and don't get the same love right. for what we prevent. <laughs> right. See, you can't it can't it can't be like oh they ex cons. Right. They 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 made we've stopped over five hundred shooting probably right. and in two years. On the train, on the CTA. On the train. Yeah. The superintendent of police said that our one week of patrolling the trains from the hours of eight PM to two in the morning, there was no incidents of violence. Let me tell you. Yet they will not even take I, up that initiative. I want to respond because to they have police on the trains, they have private security, they paying thirty to forty million dollars, yeah. and they have done they they did minimal let in comparison you, to what we. They done. don't want us to police ourselves because it's like you just said, well profitable, and they keep control. Like death is a hustle. The, if we keep the violence going, and I said this last yeah, week. Yeah. The yeah. Black Panthers brought the community together, and guess what? The police murdered hey. the Black Panthers, and and it went back crazy again. And he didn't believe me when I said, and maybe you know this. Yeah, my no, people talk about the Black that's people. Real. I mean, the Black Panthers brought yeah. Willie Lloyd, Jeff Ford, all the head of the gang together. Together. Yeah. No, 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 people don't want to acknowledge that. Brought him in check. That. No, that's say? not what you said. I said they checked him, put him in check. I know Jeff Ford. And my, my, my family, my uncle was one of his, one of the main twenty ones. Uh, Jeff Ford was never put in check by by yeah, anybody. Yes, they did. Not Jeff well, Ford. What, what they Not brought Barksdale. them. They brought them under under an alignment about violating and killing one another Correct. in these communities. And they they, they still them. sold drugs. They, they still, still did, did the, yeah. the, the the illegal stuff. But right. everybody. Oh, well, wait, who yeah. said we they, got we right. got it, politicians do illegal that, stuff. I never said so, they stopped them from right, selling. Okay. Wait, 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 right, wait. Right. Guess what they do though? What they they keep themselves from getting in trouble on some of the stuff that they do. They yeah. shield themselves based uh, exactly. upon the laws that they pass exactly. to shield themselves from it, especially that's in Congress. That's very convenient. Yeah, very convenient. Very Uh I really want to take these calls, but we only got about a minute left so i'll just uh don philip and larry i'll take your calls when we get back from break but uh dude i'm telling you i i just think i think listening to you listening to both of you and i'm i'm from the hood 
I grew up in the hood. Somebody who suffered through police brutality uh, was a cop, was a social worker. I've been, I, I've, I've seen it all. I've, I've been close to see some of the stuff that happens. I, I, I really do because we can't have the conversations. I've, I've already been told that I'm not black, so uh, <laughs> I, I can't even have these conversations. Even though I grew up in the midst of a lot of these things. Now you were told that you were a half. Oh, uh, and no, you know, I had, a, I, had a young, I had a young girl listening to the show the other day. Uh-huh. She was like. He's a half. I don't want to listen to no half. Wow. <laughs> she See? said that they look they look for acceptance from the white man. I mean, yeah. she was totally yeah. turned off. Yeah, it's, it's not that I have my own mind and, and exactly I, everybody yeah, should be right. able to have their own thoughts about. That's what I love about you and I. Every yeah. time you and I have discussions, we don't have to agree. No, but guess don't. what? We can still go break bread right after our disagreements. Absolutely. And that's where we got to get back to in this country, um, having the difference of opinion, d- debating it out. And then go your separate way. It's Absolutely. called class. Yeah, we'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. We're going to go straight to the phone lines. Don from Naperville, welcome back to Black and Right. Hi, good afternoon. I think uh, they should also call you guys the problem solver. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, That's what we I try to do. I want to make the point that, you know, for at least the past 50 years, students, especially those who are black, Native American, and have disabilities, have been otherwise marginalized and have had their education taken away from them because of exclusionary discipline and criminalization. So, if we want to get to the real root of the problem, it starts in our public school system. I agree. Okay? And if these kiddos aren't learning to read, if they are functionally illiterate, 85% of our juveniles, functionally illiterate, 6% of our prison population, functionally illiterate. You want to know what the problem is? There's no equity in our school system. Yeah. So let's get to the root. And you know, it's not by any chance that when the person goes to a federal penitentiary, that's when they test them for dyslexia. Yep. So wow. they're controlling them yep. with discipline, right. and they don't want you to learn to read. That's true. They don't, here's the deal. It costs money. It costs money. Hey, Don, see? did you see that the new um, school, state school superintendent, um, Tony Sanders, got promoted to the uh, to become the state superintendent, um, and his... I believe they his his group of kids read at a second grade level. Wow! Yeah, I think, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, I think only four, like fourteen district. in two in two thousand and nineteen only like fourteen or fifteen percent of African American kiddos could read at grade level in fourth grade. Yeah. And once you can't read to learn by fourth grade, guess what? You become they a distraction. Never catch up, and we yeah. wonder what the flipping problem yeah. is. Yeah, I agree, Don. Thanks so much for calling us, Don. Thanks. Appreciate it. Let's go to Larry. Larry, police need to be <clears> trained. Yes, yes, definitely. Their training needs to be changed. Hey, how you doing, John? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, what's happening? (laughs) Same neighborhood, grew up the same. That's right. You know, when we was coming up, first of all, when when the police used to go to their training class, and this you know as well as I know, that their first training was with when they're shooting the guns, the suspect is black. The suspect that they're shooting at, he's black. Mm-hmm. And the person that is that is innocent is white. So that's mm-hmm. their first mind of training mm-hmm. them to come out to look for black people. Yeah. Second, I want to get to they when you say black people are committing a crime, when there was 
field house and we had wrestling and yep. we had softball and we yep. had ping pong yep. all ping pong bag launch wait Larry was a heck of a right. ping pong player Bad. he can't beat <laughs> Larry can't yeah. beat me <laughs> <laughs> you know our kids had something to do yeah we did they took away the funding yep once the funding got taken away the game banging rise it wasn't no more organizations no more it yeah. wasn't about protecting the old lady that got her purse going home from school or yeah. coming home from work. It wasn't about that no more. Once they took the funding away from giving our kids something to do out of our school system, agree. just like the young lady before me, as soon as they took that, car theft rose up Yep, at 98%. Now, you can do the, you can do the math. It went up 98% yeah. when they took all those activities away from And mental health funding. But now that I have moved from Chicago and I have moved to Wisconsin, I look at the funding out in this city called Waukesha, which is 90% predominantly white. And I look at Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which is 94% predominantly yeah. uh, black. They don't have no AAU basketball for them, See? no AAU baseball, no AAU nothing, no type of funding for them, but they have multi-millions of dollar funding for the Waukesha part. Yeah. So they feel that the funding is black community. Funding a black community is a waste of money. They're going to keep the talents where they're at, and so once you take the funding from the kids, now they're looking at the police, yeah. and they being disrespectful to the police because they they out to no good, and we know that. We, yeah. we know what our kids, every that's, black that's family knows yep. how they kids are. We know this. Yeah. And if you don't give a black kid something to do, they're going to get restless. If you don't it's, give a white kid something black. to do, they shoot up the school. Right. So that we, 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 can, <laughs> we can, man, yeah. argue for sure about children and them not having something to do with every uh, race, That's creed, true. and class. Wait, wait, where'd you grow up? Where'd you grow up? Inglewood. Where, though? 59th and Union. Oh, that's Hawks right. That's right. Morgan, I think you and Larry will get along well. Yeah. Uh, some of the stuff that he <laughs> likes to do, Larry likes to do, and what you're doing out there with your organization. Yes, I, think I, I think I'm going to connect you two. Absolutely. I think Larry, yeah, I think yeah, this is somebody you want to know, Larry. Some of the stuff that he's doing here in Chicago. We're gonna talk if you keep listening, we're gonna talk about a lot of the stuff that he's doing here. Okay, I'm definitely gonna be uh take a ear to it. All because right. you know I here <laughs> I use my own funding to put the kids back into I know. the sport. Same here. I know and then back into Man. the things as well as those. But at the same time, I'm trying I raised all my nephews. Yeah. All my nephews and they all police officers. Yeah. You know, I, my kids. Hey, Larry, and, can I tell a, 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 I Larry, let me tell a quick story because we got to go to break. Larry was the first okay. person that told me I need to run for office way back in, what was that, Larry, now? 2000, no, 97, 98 was the first that time you told 90, me? 90, 96. 96, yeah. 96 is way back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's way back then. I was senior yeah. in high school that year. <laughs> that was and way back was then. the first person told me that I was going to do something great for God and look at yep. building countries over in Uganda, Africa. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Larry, thanks so much for joining us. We got to go to break, brother. Good to talk. Okay, Good to catch up back. with you. All right. Oh, wow. Um, what was I going to say? That's, uh, it's always good to hear, hear people you haven't heard from in a while. It's amazing that in DJJ, Department of Juvenile Justice, DCFS, they give you, when they lock those children up, they got a, they have 120000 to 140000 per child to keep them in jail. Wow. When you can get, it don't even cost that. Yeah. They have a $16,000 per child school. 
Yeah. Look at the auction. Look at follow yeah. the money yeah. and then tell you what 30. the value yeah. of what our government. Hey, you listen in the black and right. Philip, hold the line. Jennifer, hold the line. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and Right on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right. I'm your co-host, Verlon Galloway. John is scurrying, <laughs> scooting to the microphone. Uh, we're about to go to Bill, uh, Phil from Blue Island. No, no, no. no. Oh, not yet? No. Not yet? Okay. Welcome back to Black and White Radio. I'm sorry for that, guys. Uh, it's really dry in here. Got to get water every now and again. Yeah. Um, I'm going to bring Jennifer on because I know Jennifer called. I, I, I gave you the wrong phone number, Jennifer, and I'm sorry. This is a short segment. Um, really quickly, um, Jennifer Dahl from... Now, do you guys pronounce it cake, C4, uh, C4, the number four, K-E? Jennifer, you there? Right. I'm here. Yeah. And um, I'm... For- go ahead. I'm sorry. No, thanks for having me on. Hey, no problem. And I know I'm going to be in, emceeing an, uh, an event for you. You want to talk about the event uh, and, and why, why did you guys start Cake? Sure. Thanks. So our event is Wednesday, February 8th, and it is going to be our kickoff fundraising event. We started CAKE, which stands for Citizens for Kids Education, after our district, uh, that's District 211, voted to adopt the National Sex Education Standards. Yeah. And we knew it was time to do this. We are a group of parents and community members who have attended countless board meetings. We all have kids either currently in the district or have graduated from District 211, and some of us have kids who have yet to enter. Um, we've, we've seen a lot of changes within the curriculum that concern us, concerns over safety in our school buildings as fighting has increased. Weapons have been brought into our school. And we've witnessed this Board of Education become frivolous with our tax dollars. We've seen our parental rights wane pretty quickly um, with their voting history. So we want to empower parents and students and engage the community on District 211's role in the educational success, student well-being, and fiscal responsibility. So um, what's, what's, what's the mission? What's some of the things you guys are going to be trying to do and where can people find you? Uh, I know this event uh, coming up is pretty much um, the people can't buy tickets because it's pretty much um, sold out. So where can people find you and then what are you guys trying to do? Well, we are going to provide support to four district Two Eleven candidates who align with our stated goals. We will announce those candidates on Wednesday night. Our website is where you can find us. We're at cakenow.com. And like you said, it's spelled C4KENOW.com. And while ticket sales are closed for the event on Wednesday, we will continue to welcome donations to help our campaign, which will support those four recommended candidates. We're not giving any money to the candidates themselves. We are running our own campaign to support them. Nice. We are the largest high school district in Illinois, and other districts, including our feeder districts, 15 and 54, look to us as leaders. And most recently, our school board voted 5-2 to adopt the NSES on November of uh, the 10th. 
And there was great opposition from the community. 90% yeah. of the emails that were submitted to the board um, and the vast majority of the two hours of public comments at that board meeting were against this curriculum coming into our district. Wow. Um, yeah, we were the 25th district in the state of Illinois to adopt the curriculum. There are 861 school districts in Illinois and 550 have opted out. And we're concerned for our feeder districts as we're already seeing movement within District 15 to change their sex ed curriculum. So it's just imperative that we inform this community that we have had enough and we want change. And so we look forward to having you emcee the event for us. I cannot wait. Um, It's coming up on the 8th. Um, Jennifer Dahl from Cake, thanks so much for joining us on Black and White Radio. Thank you so much. All right. Go enjoy yourself now. I will. Take care. <laughs> right, bye. Uh, you're listening to Black and White. Man, hour two's already done. Yeah. We, you see that it's book? Really yeah, you see that book, right? Who approved this? Yeah. I can tell this you. This Educators. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Hour three of Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker, Verlon Galloway, Mr. Thunder himself, Rob Cruz, and the minister, Tyrone Muhammad. Um, Tyrone, Phil, I'm going to take you on as soon as I, I, I pose this question. Uh, pretty much the same question I just posed to you during the break. Uh, when you look at, at um, there's a lot of talk about being there being a lot of systemic racism and things of this yes, in this sir. nature. Yes, sir. But when you look across the country, especially in the in these house, the house and the Senate down in, in their uh, state capitals, um, it's a lot of leftist people that are leading these these places. You look at Chicago, almost everybody in leadership black. Cook County, almost everybody in leadership black. Um, but no one takes them the task about how their policies affect, i.e. The Safety Act, the gun grab bill, how those policies affect the black community. What say you? So as a person and the name they always call me is Frontline Ty, right? So in understanding that and being on the front line of all the social ills that's happening in our community. From the lieutenant governor, black. Yeah. To the mayor, state's attorney. Superintendent Police. President of, of, of Cook County. Cook County, Tony Pragwing. Speaker of the House. Speaker of the House. And yeah. all the elected officials yeah. from Congress to, to yeah. representative. And you got 18, 17, 18 black aldermen in Chicago. Right. So I'm so sick of them. And I've said it before, and I'm on the front line all the time talking, that you keep talking about what white folks are doing and white folks are doing. While you're in the position of authority, mm. the policies and the disinvestment is happening under and at, and at the hands of black elected officials. Wow. And what, what, what white folks should do 
and start pointing that out. The people that's listening, especially Republicans, those who deem that they are, you're not doing enough to show these people up in the arrows of their ways while claiming playing the race card mm. when they are the ones in authority. Yeah. J.B. Prisca and all of them and all the cronies that, that, that use black death as a hustle and they use all these social ills that's happening in our community as a cause to point at Republicans. I say to you that everything that has ever happened to me has happened under one party. Yeah, I've never had any issue with the incidents where I've seen Republicans in my neighborhood. Right. It's always in every church in my neighborhood is owned by black men yeah. or women. So the religious institutions, souls to the polls, <laughs> are part of the problem while we say souls to the polls and separation of church and state, we keep using church as a basis, as a tool for our dirty religion. Mm. We have to stop playing games and stop lying and stop being more forceful in the way that we allocate resources towards those groups that's actually on the ground that's fighting for real versus those groups that has a political influence and they only just has jobs and opportunity back. Even if you fail in one job, then they get another job somewhere else. Right. That's a higher position yeah. when they didn't even fulfill the, right. the promise in the lower position. And I'm talking about black politicians. And you're talking about, and I said again, and you're talking about those that are the progressives, the leftists, yep. Democrat party, Democrat members. Yep. Um, but we can't have that conversation though. Nobody wants to have, and we have that conversation here. I mean, Valon and I mix it up a lot about it, and I mean, you got you have to be able to show how their policy is affecting so many black people. You know, when they get rid of but, mental health funding, yeah, the mental health, the mental health funding. You you see the explosion of what we're seeing, recidivism. Yeah, um, let's go to violence intervention. Yeah. See, and I haven't yet to even talk about the work that our organization does in the city of Chicago to keep the surrounding suburbs, north, south, east, and west safe. Yeah, because we try to contain it. It would yeah. be worse if we wasn't on the front line. And the problem is the same Democratic Party or those individuals, our black brothers and sisters, a lot of them have respect and love. I still call the spade a spade. That's it. Didn't even fight for the funding that was taken from us to do public safety. Wow. While while talking public safety. Yeah. For their political stone yeah. speech. Okay. Yeah. You want me to bring Phil on now? No, no, no. Okay. I want him. To, okay. I want him to get the whole picture. Number okay. one, you just you stole what I was going to say to him about political mm-hmm. about souls to the polls. I was yep. going to say conservatives need to do souls to souls to the polls since we got a lot of evangelical Christians, and I think that will work big. Other than mail in ballots, yeah, I've responded. All right, but um, <laughs> my little history lesson is I want to ask you all a question and end with a question. What was Central Park before it was Central Park? Hmm. What in New York? Yeah, in New yeah. York. I don't know. What was it? What was it? Park Central? No. <laughs> it, was a, it was a town. It was a black what working class town called what? Seneca Valley. Central Park was? Wow. It was called Seneca Valley back oh, in. Man. It was a history it was lesson? A, yeah. Okay. This is in 1857. Right. What happened, what happened wow. was it was a white developer. Mm. Uh, he wanted that town. So he spread a rumor about it was black people living in shanties and shacks. 
devalued the property. Then he used intimate domain, uh, domain with the government to force those black people out of those properties. Now, normally, when developers do that, they build condos, they build something to make money. What do they build? A park, Central Park. So wow. Wow. why did they you do took that? took my house to make a park. Took your land, your property to make a park. So my question to you all is, why? It was No profit was <clears throat> to be gained. Why did they do that? Well, when you have the value of a home dead smack in the middle of a metropolis, the value increased instantly. I become wealthy just by the land ownership of that space and location. I would be rich if you had built the high rises on that central park that we own. That's trillions. You can't even fathom how much that would be to just do homes and development on that space. So what did they do? They stole, stole. the land from the black and people. And essentially mm-hmm. they stole the wealth. They stole the wealth. Right. All right, now you can bring in Phil from Blue Out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I got another, right, I got another not, lesson. Uh, no, I, I think now, now because I, I want to mix it up with Phil, and I don't want to give him two minutes. I, I want to give him a little bit more time. Uh, let's go to Marion. Marion, welcome to Black and Right. Hello. Uh, I wanted to make the comment. I was born in December of 1932. That makes me 90 years old. I was born in Chicago. God bless you. Yeah. There has never been a Republican mayor in my lifetime. Nope. Mm. Wow. Wow. No, there hasn't. That's true. No, 1931 was when the last Republican mayor left our office. That's true. No, that's but, but you're forgetting about Valandin or Belandin. What was, was his name? 60s, is right? in, No, it was in 75. 75. 75 uh, I, it was there might mayor, be one. A mayor in Chicago. I don't, but he, I don't think he was the mayor he then. He wasn't Republican. He was. said he wasn't Republican. No, Belandin wasn't a was. Republican. Yeah, I want to touch on what uh, Ty said earlier about you know, calling you so much, out Mary, some of the failures of you know potentially black and even sometimes like like in our culture, in the Hispanic culture, we pass, help, help pass a bill for kids to have abortions mm, right mm, now right. whether you believe it or not you, know, you if you're an adult you can have your own decisions but if you're a child you don't get that you that same that. right right but here's the now i'm going to give you the, the the other side of this right so if i were to come out and criticize somebody that's not and i'm not that culture i'm not black yeah the instant defense mechanism is rob you're not black you don't know what it's like to be us and that's why people don't do it. And that's why because, you got to say, Tyrone, you do it. <laughs> well, that's why we got to stand together and, and stand for. And, and, Which is and, what he was trying to do yeah, with DeVore right, and Bailey. Right, exactly. And, but, but you stand together, right, and it's going to take more than one time. It's going to take a few times. It's probably going to take our lifetime, to be honest with you. Yeah. And, but you got to stand together and erase the color. Belendig was not a Republican. You know, a and, and start going back to the principles of, like, for some example, these, some of these progressives. Why has the progressive socialistic environment really taken hold in the black and, and Spanish communities and impoverished neighborhoods? Be, because of because of the 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 the, the um, Black Panther type mentality that yeah. we were. That's why. Yeah, so, that's one of the reasons. So you think about it. Ex-cons have more unity and more strength of of of, of um, interaction. Than the so-called free society. Yeah. Phil, hold the line. We'll Just get you when we get back. Hold on. 
show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Maybe I'm foolish. Welcome back Maybe I'm to Black and Right Radio on AM 560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker, the, oh, wait, what do we call him? The producer. The producer? Who? Oh. I like that name, the producer. Me? You put, on, you put on productions. It was I thunder. Do put on it production. was thunder. <laughs> I like the producer. <laughs> you, you oh, like okay. a lot of I think the producer. Productions, man. I think the producer is Yeah, okay. and the minister. And, and, and Milan, the last Republican mayor in the city of Chicago was William Big Bill Hale Thompson. What year? Uh, his last year was April 9th. I mean, last, last day of office, April 9th, 1931. He served oh, one okay. term. He was right. She was right. So, yeah, that, I mean. She said she was born in what, 33? 32. 32. Yeah, um, and God bless Marion for yeah, 90, 90 years, years old. old. Wow. God I hope I get to 90. Man, I don't know. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> All right, let's 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 bring Phil in. Phil from Blue Island. What's up, bud? Yeah, I really want to just commend that lady, too. That was, that yeah, was incredible. It was. Um, I don't know. This has been a show of distractions for me somewhat. Okay. Um, I'm going to go back to um, – uh, so we're going to this one. Let me read this quick little article out of USA Today by this uh, – uh, uh, professor from UCLA School of Law, Joan Swartz, I think her name is, author of the upcoming book, Shielded, How the Police Became Untouchable. There's another untouchable out there, but we're not going to talk about that today. Um, and the study, uh, study after study has found black people are more likely to be stopped, more likely to be searched, more likely to be assaulted, more likely to be killed. And I was sitting there thinking that Verlon had brought up another um, um, tragedy in, uh, I guess, uh, California somewhere after um, Tyree uh, Nichols um, died last week. And so I was sitting there thinking, I was like, well, where in between this here is two things. Where in between this here is the white person that was killed by the cop that, that, that found any amount of notoriety. And out of all of those cops that were... They don't, they're, not gonna, they're not going to report on white people getting no. shot. It doesn't fit the agenda. Doh, so. uh, come on. See, another distraction. Another distraction. Stop that, John. That's so, true. again, another thing, another thing is that out of all those cops that were there uh, beating on, on Nichols and not caring for him and walking around and making up excuses <laughs> and he touched my gun, all this, there's about 10, maybe 15 mm-hmm. cops there. Yeah. Right? And so the numbers are like there's, there's probably one bad cop out of 10. No, no, no. So all five at, of them were, man. No, come on, man. One bad so I'm, I'm looking at all of them. I'm yeah. looking at 20, 20, 10 to 12 to maybe 15 cops that were there. It was a couple of sheriffs and then the, the, the paramedics. that they Yeah, did. but they came after the so fact, again, though. They came after the fact. They, not, they were not well, involved. Regardless, <laughs> okay, let's just take 10. Because, yeah. again, you're going to always make excuses. I don't know why you have to do this. When did, did I make an excuse? Right when did I make an excuse? I mean, because I mean, again, you're you're rationalizing because the I'm fact a thinker. That, well, they all wasn't there at the same time. But then once they got there, and they laid this this brother, young brother, little thin brother, lay on this ground, they wouldn't set him up. They wouldn't support him. They wouldn't hurry up. Get the goddamn! Uh, I'm sorry. Get the uh, <laughs> uh, uh, like stretch over here. I'm mad about yeah. it because again, every week I agree with you. Somebody's. Somebody black is dying. And again, when you have study after study showing that black people are more likely to get stopped, assaulted, and killed, and shot, and so forth and so on, and we sit back and just act like, oh, second of all, happy Black History Month. Yeah. 
I don't know. You, you should really just take black out of black and white. But anyway, the <laughs> see, whole thing. See, that, she, <laughs> see, the, see, the, see the jab? Yeah, yeah. See the jab not black enough? So, so, so that's, that's <laughs> no, I Wait, didn't say that. I mean, again, at least recognize I, it. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying so my, my point is, again, how we I, have I, to, I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what was going on there, but go ahead. Uh, that was Ty, uh, Tyrone trying to talk. Go ahead, Tyrone, man. go ahead. No, I was just saying that, you know, as somebody who, who do violence prevention for everybody in the city of Chicago, right? And whether you're white or black or Republican or Democrat, I just think that a lot of the time our, um, the distractions are our ideologies and these, the lack of um, belief in that a person can have their own opinions, thoughts, right. and ideas. Right. And I think that's the quintessential measure of democracy, right? But it's two things. So whether I like you or not, whether I accept your opinion, I'm not saying that that you you even have the right. If I could say someone has the right to kill their baby, I can have the right to my opinion. Right. It's like which is worse? Like right. when you look at the levels of right. of of stuff that we fight for. Yeah. And stuff that we are against. I can say something that you disagree with, but then you would accept something that's acceptable. But let me let me tell you, it, like it goes, that that, that yeah. go against biology, biology that yeah. goes against trust and science. Science. It goes to these two standards. Mm-hmm. Just to keep it short, the the dehumanizing of people, whether it's Tyree Nichols sitting in the street dying. Period, and all those officers show up, and nobody renders him aid. Yeah, or but but, but, the, or, but wait, wait, or, let me, wait, let me stop you right there, real quick. I feel Vilant, where have I? Where am I in this? Where are we in disagreement? I'm, there's no disagreement with about this. With, with, with what happened to Tyree? There's, I, I told well, you what, well, I, what I'm saying is I agree with you guys with, with this one incident. Yeah, you agree uh, mostly. I've never heard you agree this most, but every time I bring up these police incidents. You do try to explain it away or say it's a few apples, Be- because a few you guys apples, are, or 99% well, of police because, is good. Wait, time out. Hold on. Time out. Because, y'all, because you don't have all the facts. As somebody who was but an investigator. This, wait, hold on. Just okay, real quick. As somebody who's, who was an investigator, you have to have all of the facts before you can make a decision. I don't, I'm not, okay. I'm, I'm not emotional in my, in my, in, in jumping out well, there on me, my, wait, time out. I'm not emotional in jumping out of there be, just because I'm black and just because the individual involved is black. I'm supposed to be emotional and come out with an unreasonable, um, uh, analysis of it. I take it. I take it from based upon how I was trained as a cop, knowing what cops can and cannot do based upon my training. Um, so I, I, I look at it from that perspective. And y'all going to look out for each other. The That's bottom not line, true. How long does it take? That's it not don't true. take a year, two years um, to investigate anything. Wait, That's time true. out. Uh, I th- I do think these cops were fired right away. I think yeah, this oh, time. Oh oh, this yeah. one time. No, that's not true. And Memphis is gonna be the whole point. Time out, time but, but out, slow down. Time be, out. Wait, yeah. hold on, hold on. Yeah. Time out, dude. Every cop that's from the last two years, every officer involved shooting, the cop has gotten fired and put in jail. Not within three weeks. That's well. That that's. It depends on how each department handles. The due process, which cops still have due process I, in these events. In these I events. would never argue Incidents. against the expediency of how that justice was met out in the sense of getting them fired right away. I would never argue. I'm happy that it happened in two weeks, although we have had proof that it hasn't happened when they was white. Right. Right. And, and we can 
from from for since but history. this was a sister that fired him. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. We were almost saying that maybe it take us to have sisters in in, in right. God to 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 do gestures oh, on the cop. But every every law enforcement officer, I think Phil. Wait, wait, okay. wait, wait I okay. stop. Wait, Phil. Yeah. I stopped Valance. Yeah. Yeah. So let me let Valance go because I did stop him. Every law enforcement officer, even John, Brandon Tatum, and everybody I've seen in TV, been poo pooing on his sister, saying she shouldn't be in charge. I didn't say that. Well, no, you didn't say all what I'm saying, but everybody put, put pointed <laughs> the finger at that sister, saying that she was wrong. She led the department in the wrong way, and she's only been the chief for 17. All right, now feel, but 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 the the fact about her, you were just speaking about having enough all the information, right? She was a she was she ran a same type of yeah. a um, yep. unit in Atlanta, in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> and they were accused, and some of them were accused yeah. of the same brutality. Where on black people, right? So now she's sitting in Memphis, kind of, you know, I don't know if she's running away from her bass or whatever. But now all this other stuff is coming out, you know. So again, it's 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 what's like what they call it, in, not endemic, but syst- systemic, uh, systemic, whatever systemic, you call systemic. It. systemic. Thank you very much. No problem. That, and again, we we talked a little bit. You know, I know you hate for me when going in the past, back in the eighteen, whatever. <laughs> but again, the police started not as a protect and serve type Absolutely. of thing it was it was for slave things slave catching yeah right? your party and started so now <laughs> now 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 well let's see again you want to call it but again i say it was white folks who started so, so don't give me that but the fact that 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 now the, the police are mostly they're not to protect and serve because they don't do nothing they always show up late because they they're reactionary protect. they are rec- you know, i would be a reactionary cop right. today though and yeah. my point, my last point is that they're, the resources there, to, to they're, they're basically there, real quick, they're basically there to protect property. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And rich folks. They're not really there for us. <laughs> they're not really for the West Side or the East. Dude, I know too many good cops to, to, to agree with that statement. This, uh, John. Real quick. Well, well I wish one of them would have showed up in Memphis. I've roll calls. I've asked officers to raise their hand. I asked all the good cops to raise their hand if they have ever turned. And show of hand, how many good cops have ever turned in a bad cop? I did. I how was many? one. You you won out of a million. I was How one. many hands you think went up? Not many. None. We'll be right so, back. No good We'll be right cop. back. My dog is Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answers. I mean, this three hours is just blowing by today. It's already 6.35. Two, two, three more seconds left and the show is over. Um, But we still got Phil online. What do you want to say to Phil, Blonde? Phil, me and you were talking earlier, and I think you forgot about it, so I want to remind you, and I want you to run with it. Qualified immunity for police officers. We said they need to get rid of it, and that'll hold them more accountable. It will hold them more accountable because, again, they would if they didn't have that mm. qualified immunity, whatever it's called, yeah. their wives in the morning, before they leave, <laughs> they'd be telling them, be cops, behave yourself. Yeah. I don't want to lose the house. I don't want to lose you to going to jail. I don't want to lose, you know, I don't want our children's future to be, they, 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 they got it so easy. They can do whatever they want to do. Those cops in Memphis thought they got away with it. Sure they did. didn't know that that camera up above was watching them while they was killing this guy. 
they probably noticed it afterwards. Yeah, you saw one of them searching then it for was it too late. You said you saw one of them searching but, for it and feel, and then when he found yeah. it, he flashed the light at it. <laughs> yeah, Some, something something needs to change because okay. again, the culture, John. Okay. And again, I want to thank you for this conversation, uh, brother Muhammad. Thank you for all you're doing. Yes, sir. Uh, you, the other guests, you know, you all wow. keep on, you know, fighting the good fight. This has been an excellent show, and I thank you for uh, giving me this time. Hey, no problem, brother. Thank you, man. Take care, Phil. Um, Yes, sir. What was I going to say? Oh, as as it relates to qualified immunity, do you know what Section 1983 is? Yes. No. Section 1983. Section 1983 does what 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 he was trying to say. You get you can't just get rid of qualified immunity, especially here in Illinois. You know why? You know what the Safety Act said here in Illinois that a person did not no longer had to sign a sworn affidavit to complain about police brutality or, or any police complaint. They can just go in and, and, and do any complaint. Come on. You, you got to have something that, that puts this person. If you, if you're telling the truth that you swear under the oath of perjury, that you will not commit perjury and that you're not lying. What's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? It, it, it feels like a bunch of get backs. If yeah. that makes any sense, right? There's been years of, of what people view as, um, disenfranchisement and justice and how they've been treated. And now a lot of these new rules seem to be coming out as, well, it's time to get them back. So we're going to, it feels like it's a tick for tack, get back yeah. system that we're, we're, we're inheriting or policying. We're, well, if you have faith and trust in your justice system, you get a PBA lawyer and, 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 the, and, the, and the people get a public defender and then you fight, fight it. Yeah, but, I, I wonder, too, yeah. and I'll ask John this, and, and I talked even some of the po- the police union guys when I was running for Congress. I got the, I got the FOP endorsement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, what about, you know, insuring some things? I don't know how insurance could come into a factor because yeah. most assets have insurance, right? Most, most, uh, most businesses have insurance. Insurance is pretty much involved in everything. And what, 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 was, what would a role would insurance play yeah. in the qualified well, immunity? Like doctors. You know, well, like yeah, you know they changed the p- police from being certified officers to licensed officers now. Not yet, you know, but I'm saying that's it's, the, it's what, on, that's part the, of the yeah. that's part of the that's bill. That's why I bring bring up insurance because I'm a contractor. I have insurance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and I just wonder, and I don't know where the where the common line is. I think we have to talk this through with a lot of people. But is does insurance have a role in this? Because if you not yet, you know, will it yeah. in the future? Well, there is insurance. The the, the city has the liability yeah, insurance. Yeah, that's why Chicago that's why pays out so much money. Out. Yeah, but yeah. Just kill them and pay <laughs> the police, that's a more individualized. The should have insurance. No, then that's a problem. You'll yeah. stop. Yeah. You'll stop. And you'll, their license should be yeah, on the line. You'll think about it. That's a well, question that I think needs to be discussed. But see, Illinois, I think, is an outlier because I, when I was still down there uh, for policing, we created the database. We're bad policing. Once you're under investigation at one department, you can't just go off now. This department, there's a file that's going to follow you from that previous department to the new department. Uh, what they were able to do before, go out and commit some atrocity in one city and then jump to another city, become a cop. They can't do that here in the state of Illinois anymore. If you're a bad cop, you're not. Long, you're no longer going to get a job anymore. Go to another state. Yeah, but that's a whole... Yeah, that's a, that's, that's that, a whole other thing. I'm just saying yeah. what, what we did here in Illinois as it pertained to how do, how do we fix the problem? Because I'm not for emotions. How do how do we fix a problem? Yeah, if I'm, there's I'm a with problem, you. how do we yeah. fix it? I, I'm with you. I, I I don't rush to judgment. I try to be as patient as possible, even when you know, even if it's somebody that's in my culture, right? And how do we address the problem, fix the problem? 
and then have a consensus that this is what needs to be done. One, it's dialect. Two, it's experimental. Right. We're all just experimenting. At the end of the day, we're all trying things to see what will work and what won't work. Well, and that what happens though um, when you're trying things to see what will and won't work. When you're seeing what will and won't work, it's often at the detriment of those that have less powers or less resources to fight back. Right. So, so you can't, you can't try with my life. We have to try in equity, in equality. I, I just don't see a space where we will ever be equal when the police have more protection than the doggone people they protected. It's like, at some point, we yeah. gotta be equal under the losses. I pay your salary. Yeah. I, I mean, but if they're taking a note, yeah. then uh, there's a difference. Yeah. Uh, Mark, hold the line. I'll take you when we get back from break. Just like the demeanor. I'm my fam. I'm feeding the meter. They got the iron while I got the steamer. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. You know, I was just I was just explaining the difference between, I think some people don't really understand qualified immunity. If a cop's out there, let's say he was he got somebody in cuffs, this person slips on the ice, hurts themselves. Well, the cop is protected through qualified immunity should something have happened to this individual because this, his intent, he wasn't trying to hurt this individual. Section 1983, if a cop goes down there and knocks him down and pushes him down, he's violated his, his constitutional rights, and there's no protection from qualified immunity. Yeah. And I, th- I really don't think people really understand why qualified immunity is there. It's not for a cop that's out there doing something that's evil with evil intent or, or malice. Uh, uh, or, or something, doing something with a wanton disregard. No, it's for it's, it's to protect them from those things where, mm-hmm. wait, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Did, oh, well, this when, happened. When you violate someone's civil rights, that's fed. You're not being charged state. So they they protected, still protected by the state. But if you violate someone's civil rights, the feds can come in and still charge you. So you know that still doesn't help if the feds doesn't doesn't charge that officer. Yeah, but guess what. Feds can come up and pick up any case. Yeah, <laughs> any case. Especially yeah, but they don't. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. Well, well, that's because they have a respect for people, you know, and, and, and the, like Kwame Raoul. Yeah. You know, because the state can pick it up. Uh, if if it, the county doesn't, I mean, if the county doesn't or doesn't want to pick it up, the state can pick up a case. But that that doesn't that just simply doesn't happen here in Illinois. Let's go to I'm sorry, uh, Mark from uh, Mark Man on the Street. Welcome to Black and Right. It's Mark Wire Miller, man on the street, coming in hot. I love your music. Great show tonight. Hey, uh, I'm no one-tricked pony, Verlanda. <laughs> I knew he was going to come back. Yeah. There, were, there, there were 723 homicides last year in Chicago, 845 the year before. 80 of them were Chicago public school students. And next Tuesday, a week from Tuesday, February 13th, is the fourth-year anniversary of when Commander Paul Bauer was shot and killed at the State of Illinois building, downtown, maybe one of the safest areas in America, and we have a Chicago policeman shot and killed. We should be talking about that, how we can protect the police and have them do their job. Can I list uh, four quick events I'm going to hang up? Can I respond? Wait, wait, wait. I need to respond to you. You can't do that and hang up. I'm not going to let you run out on me. Now, listen, listen, listen. Let me tell you something, Mark. Back when I was like 15 years old, I took this girl to her junior prom at Academy of Ladies. She was like 14 years old, right? I didn't know how to dress up, you know? So my uncle, I went to my uncle. I said, Unc, I ain't got no clothes. I don't know how to dress up. He gave me one of his suits. So, you know, I went to the prom. Me and the young lady had a nice time. You know, you always have a class clown or some jokester, uh, you know, always around in, or around in uh, grade school or high school, whatever. But it was grade school. And he walked over to me and my date and said, hey, what's up? 
old news. And I was like, old news, what's that? And then I caught on to it. He was talking about my suit <laughs> that I got from my uncle from like back in the 70s or 80s or whatever it looked like, but it looked like old news. So, you know, I was kind of embarrassed. And then my date said, okay, we had a good time, but you can go home. <laughs> so oh, I went home, right? But I'm so glad at 50 years old, I get to pass off that name. Mark, until you come up with some new news, you are going to be named Old News. <laughs> Man, you took a long time to get to that yeah, point. Sure you did. know I tell my story. I got to say it. Man, we got to get to the punchline. Jeez, go ahead, Mark. <laughs> old News. Go ahead and finish. Hey, can I add, and can I add that Berlant still has that suit, and it's a red velvet suit, <laughs> and he still wears it. Oh, I believe it. But go ahead, Mark. You wanted to make another point. Hey, real quick. Mon- Monday is Ronald Reagan's birthday, one of our greatest presidents. Wednesday, we're having a rally out at Bourbon Street for uh, school board P-Ray, uh, easily, uh, 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 P-Ray and Stephanie Trussell are two of the speakers. That's Wednesday night at Bourbon Street. Uh, Thursday, I'm going to the mayor debate at the Union League. You might see me on TV. I don't know if I'll get to, but they're all going to be there. And then, I, John Anthony, I need you to come to CPAC with me in D.C. on March 1st. Maybe Verlon could do the show, and you could call in and do some segments. Hey, so there it is. Mark that down, March 1st. That's my man-on-the-street report, and uh, talk to you guys soon. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that, and that, and that February 8th event also has uh, Jamie for gay, Gays for Groomers. It's about children. I'm going to actually be there, be a part of it. Um, we've got Rob Renteria. Um, those are two other people. We're bringing in a whole bunch of guests to talk about, you know, you can do what you want as an adult, but as a child. Is that the cake event, the one I was no, just No, a different about? one. This okay. one's down south in Bourbon Street. Okay. Um, it's a panel, movie, things like that. We're just talking about, you know, kids. Leave the kids alone. You want to be an adult. You want to leave do whatever you want. Leave the kids alone. Lead a, that, that, That's that, what that, I say that, all the time. That should be the, the mantra. Leave the kids alone. Yeah. Thanks so much for calling us, Mark. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Nick from the Northwest side. Nick. Welcome to Black and Right. Yeah. Yeah, you got a great show as usual. And Thank it's you. nice to hear you, Verlon. Now, um, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Hey, fine. Thank you, man. Um, you're not a troublemaker. Are you the one that referred to as troublemaker? Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. You are a, a radio talk show professional conversationalist. Oh, you know, thank you, troublemaker man. Troublemaker is it. like... Uh, for the negative people, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he caused the trouble, though. <laughs> yeah. So the guy wanted me to be brief, which is hard to do, but I'll, uh, I'll say that uh, I believe uh, prosecutors and courts and judges in, in, uh, in a criminal court system have absolute immunity. In other words, yep. if somebody is maybe guilty, but, and, right. but maybe not, but, but they just want to get rid of the case because the guy's got yep. a long record and, and they figure out, oh, hell, he's probably guilty. And he, I think that's where some of these problems are. Not, not all the people who are found to be innocent 25, 30 years later yeah. have long criminal. Some have no criminal record. They just mostly, I have to admit, yeah. as a white guy, uh, they were black. And they were just gotten rid of it. Like, okay, let's get rid of this case and, and it looks good for us. Well, that's so true. Uh, I, I think they got to do something about the uh, check into that, about the uh, prosecutors and judges. And that's it. And I thank you for taking my all call. Right. Thank, thank you, you so much, You know Nick. what? He reminded me of something that I've been wanting to say for about two weeks. Look at all of these people, hundreds of people that went to jail for 20, 30 years wrongfully for a, a wrongfully convicted. We don't even talk about that. Yeah. We just talk about the killings. All these people that done lost their entire lives and now they come back home to what? Okay, they get a couple of, uh, a couple of million or whatever from the from the city or the state, but they done lost thirty years well, and, of their life. But well, that's only if you time. were wrongly convicted. That's that's only. But but they don't true. make any more yeah. time. Yeah, they're not making. You any can't more get of... that time back. Nope. No. 
No, it's it's over. And and then they think that's what that you know little payout. We're gonna pay you to shut up. Dirty cops. Yeah. Well, not all of these cops, too. It's yeah. prosecutors, too. Prosecutors. Come on, it's prosecutors and judges. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio. I want to get right to it. Um, guys, don't forget, Belly of the Beast comes on right after me. Don't go anywhere. Keep uh, Go to Belly of the Beast on Facebook. Uh, stay right here locked if you're at 560answer.com. If you listen to the radio, Belly of the Beast comes up next. But Tyrone, I want to give you, um, what, what what are you doing? What are you up to? What's opening next? What's the next phase of your your organization? Well, you got we have a major fundraiser coming up, and I'll be back on to talk more about it in, um, in the March. Is that next week? April. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> but in the March, April. Um, but we, we're pushing so many different initiatives just to, you know, my thing is doing real true behavior modification of at-risk youth, man. It's guns don't shoot people. People shoot people. So when you change the thought and the propensity for doing that and you change the mindset with these young fellas, to carjack and to shoot, um, then you'll see a reduction in that way. And that's called true intervention. Um, you know, eccsc.org, if you want to know more about XCONS for Community and Social Change, that's eccsc.org. Go to our website, uh, donate, uh, uh, share your message, um, and, and any requests you may have of our organization. Also, um, you know, our, our dispensary, our second dispensary, uh, TH Cafe, we just opened up. Uh, that's uh, 114.15 uh, South Harlem Avenue in Worth, Illinois. Oh, Worth? Uh, Worth, <laughs> Illinois. And that's 11415 South Harlem Avenue. I'm giving away, I'm probably going to give away a bunch of edibles and free pre-rolls. Yep. And, and my book, book is uh, Men on the Inside. You can purchase that at TyroneMuhammad.com. That's Men on the Inside, Observations of Deviance, Prison 13 Character Type. That's my sociological dissertation of the 13 types of people that's um, that occupy the spaces of prison. Wow. You want to know about the characters coming in and out of prison? Read, Read that book. book. Hmm. Rob? Yeah, no, so we're doing our jamboree. Mm-hmm. Everyone obviously here is entitled to come or welcome to come, Tyrone. Right. Bryson Gray, Forgiato Blow, Topher will be up in Schaumburg on February 19th. Next day, Monday, is a holiday. It's President's Day. Doors open at 5. Families are welcome. Christian rappers, we have a great time. Like minded people it? can find it at gopjamboree.com. And uh, I'll be gearing up for the school board races along with my friends over at Awake Illinois. Shannon. WakeIllinois.com. Ah, yeah. um, you know, I think it's real simple. Leave these kids yeah. alone. Milan. I can't believe JB let you open up a dispensary. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't. I, he didn't. You know, I was on the front line fighting. It's just that I did so much fighting, and that was those individuals who saw that I'd put in all the work. I represent what, what the, the whole idea was about, to create wealth um, from the people who actually built the cannabis. And they brought industry. you in with them. They pretty much own my man, percent my man. Dispensary. Nice, my man. But can I say but, one yeah. more thing? And in, in light of that, and hopefully next week you can have a home. Yeah, I told you. My fiance Tracy Bay is running for four four alderman in Chicago. All right, yeah. and you know we got a big. When is the election? It's uh twenty eighth of February. Okay. So we got a big um. You know, machine politics going on in Chicago, and she's the she's the little David. And they destroyed all the your signs too. So, all right, we gotta go, guys. Thanks so much for joining us, YouTube DJ Pete. Thank you. 
Oh, I got another minute. Wow, I got another got minute. minute. I got a whole minute, minute, minute. minute. Yeah. Yeah. I, you ready to run out of here. Hey, did, did you hear today Jim Durkin got replaced? Yeah, Jim Durkin got replaced. Ooh. So oh. did, so did um, Tom Bennett. Tom Bennett got replaced by... <laughs> he um, he, uh, I want to be fair. I want to be fair. We only got a few seconds. But in Memphis, same city, just the other day, it was a, I don't know if he was mentally ill or what, but he was almost like homeless. He walked through the park with a gun. Then he went into the library. Two Memphis police. Tried to talk him down. The guy pulled out a gun, shot one of the police, and, he, and his partner shot him dead. So, I'm not against the police. They tried. Wait, was he white? <laughs> no, the guy was black. Oh. Ah. <laughs> the guy was black. Wow. DJ so, Pete. <laughs> go ahead, man. Hey. DJ Pete. Uh, but I'll have her on next week. Just have her. Uh, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the information. Yes. Uh, guys, thank you so much for tuning Thanks, in to Black and White. Right. Don't forget, Belly of the Beast coming, next, coming up next. I'll see you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.